two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. So one of the big mechanics is in Breath of the Wild, there was just the land of Hyrule. Um, and, and, and and people were super pissed, like, oh man, they're like just recycling the map. Uh, there's, there's not going to be anything new to explore. This, this is bullshit. Uh, no, egg on your face, jerks, because not only did they add like all this like kind of like floating island sky layer to the map there's also like sunken subterranean ooky spooky cavern uh cave bullshit so so there's like the the sky layer and the underground layer at the same time and yeah there's so much to explore and so much cool things to do and one of the big things is yeah to like get from one to the other you just you're up on a floating island you just run and jump off uh and then you ju- you're just like oh, yeah you're just screaming down to the surface there, um, and in the early part of the game, the only way to like land safely is to find a body of water, and then and then because the physics still don't exactly play out, but hey, you know it's better that than like smacking face <laughs> first into like terra firma. Um, except yeah, the first time I actually tried to do that, I got I got too excited. I was like, wow, I'm gonna explore and. I'm going to like kind of skydive over here and skydive over there. Oh shit, where's my lake that I was going to land in? And I totally just <laughs> totally ate it. <laughs> First time. I was like, oh, shit. and thus ended the life of the hero Link and Ganon reigned supreme for a thousand years of blood. <laughs> Sad piano music. Sad pi- dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, it, it's a blast. Um, <clears throat> I'm not even to the first dungeon yet. Again, I'm just taking my oh, time, wow. taking my time, chilling. Uh, and yeah, it's it's super good. It's super good. Oof. Okay, right on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad you're enjoying it, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't tell you how anymore. Anytime a new game comes out, all I worry about is that game is gonna suck, and I'm gonna have to hear about it right. from society for the next like eight months. It's gonna be cyberpunk all over yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. And God, I'm so glad I didn't have to hear cyberpunk theory for uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Well, and and uh, when was I think it was like all the way back uh, to like Wind Waker. Uh, so also, listeners, go back and find our Zelda uh, episode, our our Zelda loose robes, because like Wind Waker was like when it first came out on GameCube was pretty rushed. There was some like kind of weird, like not exactly glitches, but there's some weird gra- graphics things, and the gameplay was a little light. Uh, there was a little kind of padding stuff, and the, I think that's when Shigeru. Miyamoto was like, never again. And like that famous quote, <laughs> and, and that famous quote, like, like um, a, 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 a rushed game will forever be bad, but a delayed game will be good. Or maybe I inverted it or something like that. Uh, a, a delayed game will be good, but a, but a, or a, yeah, but, but a rushed game will be forever bad. And that's exactly it, right? Like Cyberpunk, what was the other one that uh, 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 Redfall, that crappy Beth- Beth- like Okay, pretty much anything Bethesda nowadays is just <laughs> broken beyond recognition at launch. Uh, and yeah, is th- they took their time. They took like I think an extra year or so to polish and debug and all that, and it totally shows. So yeah, man, it's right it is good stuff. Right good stuff. 
Uh, well, and I guess, I mean, in a way, that does kind of tie in to our topic, uh, our, our subject of discussion here on this brand new episode of the Two Wizards Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Josh, and I am a wizard. And my name is Mark, and I'm a wizard, and that's right, Josh, we are recording this late on a Monday night instead of Sunday, but a late two wizards is better than a rushed two wizards, because we all remember what happened on our Thanksgiving Loose Rose episode (laughs) two years ago. Well, and and, and yeah, and and yesterday I I had a bit of a sore throat, a bit of a tickle. Maybe our um, uh, our really keen-eared listeners might detect a bit of graveliness or something like that, but but, but I did. I said, like, hey, man, you know, I, I could kind of power through. But maybe it'd be better to like get one more night's sleep, a uh, little day quill in me, and then and then, and so yes, and so a delayed two wizards episode. Well, 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 and even the Thanksgiving one that was, I know that's kind of a kind of a sore spot for you. But. I was trying to think of any one that we weren't ready for, and we just kind of ran headlong <laughs> into. And I, damn it, Josh, damn our credibility and our our, our wizardly. What do you call that? Like showmanship or even when we're not ready for an episode we yeah. can just like jump into it and yeah just jump into it and go crazy well and looking at our notes and thinking like i don't know if this is going to be a full-length episode but but we find a way man we find a way um, yeah and then sometimes you like turn it on it doesn't quite work and like my mic is on the wrong channel or like quincy is in your like studio just like screaming and i'm like shit pull out the pull out the episode blow on it put it back in yeah. all right turn it off and turn it on it's not worth blow it on it again it's supposed to blow it. Blow on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it works. Well, and and, and yeah. then and, and sometimes like with our pro wrestling episode, sometimes you got to do that three or four times before it finally takes. <laughs> but then once it does, once it does take, it's it's a magical experience. It transports you back to your childhood, to your youth, and all those memorable hours, countless hours and days of entertainment with something that was near and dear to you. And we already covered all that with wrestling, but we're going to talk about a different, uh, a, a different beloved source of that same feeling uh, in this episode. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, Josh, but I sure am hungry mm. for some member berries. Oh man, who I could just <laughs> gorge myself on some member berries right now, and <laughs> and uh, in this year, twenty twenty three, and <laughs> boy, I would. <laughs> Yeah. In the year 2023, when I would straight up suck a dick to go back to 2016. Oh, like, God, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> I want to, I don't even want to talk about what I'm willing to do to get back to this time in my life. But before we get to there, mm-hmm. um, maybe we grease the rails a little bit by talk, talking about what's in our Wizards Cups? Right, because those member berries, they can be a, a little cloying, a little sickly sweet. So it's important to have something to wash it down afterwards. Uh, and my Mrs. Wizard... Uh, as, as she so often enjoys, uh, found, me some, found me something kind of fun and interesting, and uh, I'll give it a shot here. Uh, this is funny water. Um, Alcohol-infused water with a little flavor and no bubbles. So it's not... It, okay. Yeah, so it's not exactly a sparkling water or like a hard seltzer thing, but it's it's funny water. Uh, and so I'm starting off with... Funny water. Yeah, so I'm starting off with uh citrus and this is this is kind of cute uh uh their little tagline is we brought water to the party <laughs> <laughs> it's at this point it's kind of like hey what's that is there booze in it yeah fuck you you'll drink it yeah game theory like well and so also to be fair <laughs> this is 
uh, clocking in at 3.75% ABV. So I'm, I'm kind of feeling another like kitty paw night where I'm going to be kind of buzzed, but also super hydrated and not know what to do with myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember no IP May very fondly. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time we go back to that well yeah. and only drink seltzers or waters or something god awful yeah. not god awful but you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah just not something. beer based yeah something not beer based well but what about you man what is your what is your wizard's cup of choice tonight oh i'm so sick of beer josh and mm-hmm. summertime is here so we are trying to get a little bit tighter um so to that end i have june shine midnight painkiller hard kombucha it promises to taste like coconut pineapple orange nutmeg green tea green tea and June kombucha, and it clocks in at a whopping 6%. Oh, shoot. Okay. All right. Well, I'll drink. And it made me turn it upside down, and it didn't explode, so that's already a good... <laughs> that's a good thing, yeah. Well, well, and then yeah. mine, is, mine isn't even carbonated, so I should, in theory, be able to, like, shake the bejesus out of this. But for right now, I'm still going to play it safe. Uh, here, <laughs> Here's on you, buddy. Cheers, good buddy. Huh. Tastes just like a... Nasty kombucha that I drink anyway, but it'll get me drunk. That's dangerous. That is some funny water. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yeah. lie, because it is. It's like not quite juice, not hard seltzer. Yeah, just a slight little citrusy flavor. Yeah, that is that is funny. What do they mean when they say citrus? Is it like lemon? Is it lime? Is it orange? Is it? I think all of the above. Um, do they have? Okay. Interesting. I don't know if it'll say okay. Ingredients: water, alcohol, natural flavors. They don't um, expound on that. Yeah, I guess I don't know, just generic citrus. I also have um, my second chamber. I have what is this? Watermelon? Yeah, I got watermelon. So we'll see what that is like mm. when we get to that. But before we get to okay. that, okay. we've talked about it. We've hinted at it. Uh, it's again, we keep doing this, and I love. That we keep like playing up this like whatever could we be talking about even though it's clearly in the episode <laughs> title. <laughs> yeah, Mark, what are we talking about today? Josh, tonight we today tonight we are loosening the robes and j- taking an oblivion seeking gulp of nostalgia, and we're just going to talk about Nintendo sixty four, oh, probably mm. the most fundamental video game console of you and my yeah. I'd say all of our generation, anybody with our in our age group, yeah. is probably just like. I, I imagine a couple of years older, you're probably one of them, like, you know, SNES nerds because your parents didn't love you enough to buy you an N64 when it came out because <laughs> yeah. you were, like, in middle school by then. But, yeah, no, nah, I... And Nintendo 64, I... We know it. We love it. It was, like, a groundbreaking landmark achievement mm-hmm. in video games. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we have all seen that viral video of the kid losing his goddamn mind at Christmas. Nintendo 64! That's what this episode is going to be like. It's going to be two hours of... Th- not n- not that... N- not that in... By the letter, but definitely in spirit. Because I was that kid yes. on Christmas getting uh, Nintendo 64. Except I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have Santa Claus give it to me. I earned it with my own two fists. My own... Nine-year-old blood, sweat, and tears <laughs> trying to scrape up enough money to buy this thing. Um, which that was going to be my that was going to be my sort of like lead-in episode or, or not, not episode my my lead-in question to this episode. Uh, Mark, uh, how how old by what means did you come to own 
your Nintendo 64? Um, I might have told this story once upon a time a long time ago, but I'll tell it again because yeah, I know for a fact that episode that I probably told it on is less than 50 downloads. <laughs> so um, my mom had a traumatic brain injury in the winter of 2000 um, to that end. So it was like right around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, and to that end, she lost most of her memory, right? So right. we were in Sam's Club the spring of 2001, summer, spring, you know, that mm-hmm. March of 2001. She kind of was back to normal, had her memory back, kind of sort of. And we're walking through Sam's Club, and lo and behold there, Josh, Pokemon Snap had just come out, and they had a Nintendo 64-like Pokemon Snap bundle. Mm-hmm. It came with a bright yellow controller. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and my brother Dan decided to spec into evil. And I was like, hey, Mom, remember how you said Santa would buy us a, a Nintendo if we didn't get one for Christmas? <laughs> I, I did. And it was it was <laughs> shitty. I know that I was 10 because I was in fifth grade still. I was old enough to know better than what I was doing, right? So, like, I knew that I was being a piece of shit with, like, hey, mom, remember when you said you'd protect my childlike innocence and belief in Santa Claus forever? Well, now you get to prove it by busting $199 in this deal. And God love my mom. She just did it. She's like, hey, yeah, Christmas was super fucked up. We can get it. And, like, that was it. Um, We got it. I... We weren't allowed to play it. It was bullshit, Josh. Mm. We were allowed to play for 10 minutes a day, except on the weekends. Maybe we got to play for 15 to 20 minutes, but here is the other kicker. Uh You forget, Josh, we are evil, manipulative little bastards, right? My mom lost all concept of time, so 10 (laughs) minutes didn't mean shit. 10 minutes could have been the afternoon as far as she knew. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter. And she would go, I thought you guys said you were only going to play for a minute. Mom, we just turned it on. We were out doing shit. Oh, okay, that's good. Like, she had no idea. It was... (laughs) Mom, I love you. I know you're not listening, but I apologize. I was a bad kid. But damn it, <laughs> damn you don't it was... understand how cool Pokemon Stadium was. Oh damn it. God. Okay, yeah. okay, because mm-hmm. also, because also, mm-hmm. you were that little boy that didn't get the Nintendo for Christmas. I was that little boy. There was a simpler time when you could go to Blockbuster and just play the demo oh, yeah. for Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I was at my Blockbuster in Monument, Colorado, anytime I could possibly be there. Yeah. Just I remember like telling my mom, like, you know, like, hey, can we run a movie tonight? Yeah, sure, whatever. And instead of looking at movies, beelining it to that stupid Nintendo, just so me and my brother could play the same demo that we played a thousand times. Like, yeah. No, I was... It was um, part of us, the, you know? There in Alamosa, where uh, currently... Uh, yeah, what is it? Ace Hardware, and then like a couple of other shops are kind of are. That used to be a Target. Oh no no no! Oh wow! No no sorry, scratch that. That used to be a Kmart. It used to be a Kmart. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. I was like, wow, we had a Target. Yeah no no no, I I misspoke there. And yes, they in their video game section they had, d- depending on whatever console generation it, it was. Um, I I have many fond days of. Using my uh, open open campus lunch policy at Alamosa High School, being a freshman, uh, walking over to the Kmart and then yeah, playing the bejesus out of Rogue Squadron um, for the oh. GameCube. <laughs> GameCube. Um, oh, okay, okay. But then also, but before that, yes. Also, when I was younger, like yeah, like middle school, late grade school. Um, yeah, they had a copy of they 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 had like a demo N sixty four and what did they have? They had like Castlevania sixty four. Um, I think I had some like kind of Bomberman game or something like that, but and yeah, playing, playing many hours and just like waiting, like one day, one day, because, because, and I also believe in, in one of our previous video game themed loose robes. Uh, so yeah, grew up, um, was born into a household with a Nintendo Entertainment System. So start off in Nintendo, um, 
switched over to the Sega Genesis. Uh, yeah, during like grade grade school, and then it was it was like okay, they're they've stopped releasing games for Genesis. It's getting kind of old and all that. And and just to double check, uh, yes, it was 1996 um, when the Nintendo 64 came to North America, and I was in yeah fifth grade, fourth or fifth grade. Okay, and. Uh, enviously listening to my classmates talk about playing Star Fox 64 and Super Mario 64 and all that. And I just still had my rinky-dink Sega Genesis. <laughs> uh, and I did, and I did. I was like, I was like, yeah, it'd be kind of nice. I, I'm a young boy in the 90s. I like playing video games. And so I asked my parents for Christmas and I, you know, whatever it retailed for was maybe a little up, a little out of the budget at that point. And they said, well, Josh, if, if this is something you really like, you know, you can, you can uh, maybe like mow some lawns, you could like babysit your cousins, you could do some, you know, you, you, you can kind of earn some spending money and then, and, and then buy this yourself. And boy, howdy, that, that's what I did. I, I mowed some lawns, looked over some cousins, but, and I was also torn. I was like, man. I don't know if I want to get this Nintendo 64, but then there's also this thing called the Sony PlayStation. And I don't know, because I also am jealously listening to my classmates talk about the fun games on that. And 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 I was used to the console wars. I was I was I was born in the console wars, molded by it. I didn't see cross-platform play till I was a man. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and so it was it, it was a real kind of like crisis for me because uh, I even think the, the PlayStation was a little cheaper if I remember right I think it was like I think it was like 150 bucks and the 64 was 200 something like that oh snap okay I think if I remember okay. right but I did I was like man what's it ah, what is this going to be and and so it was it was a couple of years after it came out uh, I think it was Christmas well okay so it wasn't Christmas I bought it in 1998 and then my parents uh and santa claus uh gifted hmm. uh, uh, uh gifted us some 64 games for christmas and i got the legend of zelda ocarina of time um and then my older brother got Goldeneye. and oh shit okay so yeah and and and, and it's also fitting that i start off this episode um with our cold open on Tears of, of the Kingdom, because that launched my Zelda fandom, um, was having Ocarina of Time and playing that all over winter break um, in school. Because, uh, yeah, that was seventh grade? I think it was seventh grade when I bought it, um, if, if those years add up right. Because, um, like, when we had the NES and the OG Zelda, the, the first Zelda game... I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was five. I didn't. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know. And then I missed uh, Link to the Past entirely because we were a Sega Genesis household and also not wealthy enough to own two consoles. That was... Okay, also, just real quick. I'm sure we're going to do this a yeah, whole bunch. Yeah, yeah. Kids these days, and they're like, oh, do I play my PlayStation 5 or do I play my Xbox? I don't even know. what What is it? Like, what's the latest Xbox One? Xbox One S, right? S One, Series One, or something. Something like that. Or do I play my Switch? It's like you spoiled little shits having multiple consoles in your house. You have no idea, like <laughs> almost bordering on fist fights, on fisticuffs, 
Like how much you would argue with your friends about like, no, PlayStation sucks. No, Nintendo 64 sucks. And like, <laughs> and, then there, and, and then there was that one weird kid like, well, what about Sega Saturn? And we turned to him and be like, shut up, Billy. Fuck you, Billy. Yeah, fuck you, Billy. And so... Your mom's a strip and your dad's in prison. That's why you got a Sega, Billy. Go away. Yeah. Everybody Tell knows that... fucking Famicom. <laughs> Everybody knows that, that, that the last good console Sega made was a Genesis. And then he like, you know, crying to his chocolate milk. Uh... <laughs> Cause yeah, man. So there was gigantic, thick glasses. Yeah, with his big old glasses, um, which is also funny because I wore big, thick glasses, but I still call him you, fuck, <laughs> you fucking nerd. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I can confidently say that I would have whooped my ass in elementary school oh, yeah. if I saw me as me. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was a soft little boy. Like, yeah. But yeah, and so so here I am, you know, uh, twenty twenty five or so years after that fateful day when I first booted up Ocarina of Time and I'm like a huge Zelda fan and playing play, playing the latest game and all because I made that fateful decision to buy an N64 and not a PlayStation because if I did then I'd be I'd be some yeah you know, like just Sony uh, weeaboo guy <laughs> there but for the grace of God goes Josh yeah, yeah. exactly exactly so and, and yeah and, and yeah and, and Ocarina of Time was my first game Jake uh, had Goldeneye and I think we started off, I think we just had the one controller. Um, so even though Gold and I had multiplayer, Ocarina of, of Time, of course, was a single player game. But man, what a game changer. That was the other big thing too, right? Because like uh, with the Genesis, there, there were two controller ports and they also sold a, a weird like um, extender thing where you could hook up four. And yeah, like Jake and I played NBA Jam Tournament Edition, and we you know would rent a Virtua Fighter and play against each other or, or, or a sport or whatever. But man, like having those four ports built into the sixty four made such a huge difference. And yeah, we would. So our other friends who had sixty fours and the controllers, we'd invite them over, and we'd do yeah crazy Golden Eye nights. Um, when oh man, Golden Knights. Oh man. Well, and 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 then when the first Smash Brothers came out, also listeners, go check out our Smash Brothers episode. Uh, yeah, playing so much Smash. Oh my God, it was so great. It was so great. So this was also, <laughs> yes, I enjoyed my single player games, and I still do to this day. But the sixty four was the first like, hey, so and so just bought Mario Party, um, and like you would devise like, well, shit, I guess that means we're having a sleepover, <laughs> so that. And it's like, oh, yeah, Billy, I know I teased you before, but can you bring Mario Party over to the sleepover? And then we can play that because, oh, God, so good. <laughs> and then he showed up with the shitty-ass, like, Beast Wars fighting game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, what was it? Star Wars, like, Warriors of Terra Scotsy or some shit? Yeah. You couldn't, it was so badly unplayable, you couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Get out of here! You're not but, welcome. But Josh, when he would show up there, he he brought like a, a case with a disc in it, right? And then you put it in the tray, no. and then you played it, and then read disc? the disc, right? Disc? What? You, you, those, How, those things? Josh, that I'm I'm a Gen Zoomer. I don't know what the hell video games are. I downloaded mine off the cloud. You old hat. What are you doing? Yeah. What do you mean? You have to like have a physical device. You have to have a physical thing in order to play a video game. What? Yeah. Well, it... why does Mark keep saying blow into it? Blow into it. <laughs> Well, because that was also that was also the big thing. Uh, the, uh, another subject of those lunchroom fights were this, like, no nah, man, like the the PlayStation having a CD. That's the future. That's going to be 
that's going to be the way to go. And then it's like, oh, yeah, until you scratch it and then it's unplayable. Or, uh, yeah, like it gets a random, like, reading error and then you're boned versus, like, the hardy, reliable cartridge. And so, yeah, the, the 64 was what, what, what appeared to be, like, yeah, the last, like, home console uh, that used cartridges. Wow. Which, that's wild which well and and, and, I, and I know I've said this joke before and I'm gonna say it again um yeah the fact that like the classes that I teach here at OSU that my students are younger are they're younger mark they're younger than my physical copy my physical cartridge <laughs> of the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of time uh oh my god well and and it's almost getting into yeah GameCube territory but we're not talking about that we're talking about yeah these physical cartridges and uh well it, but then also so so of course things like the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance and the DS and all that stuff uh and and then even the Switch when we got back to the Switch there's still technically yeah if you don't download it off of the um eShop there yeah you still get a physical like tiny cartridge but yeah this was like it was a big deal that the 64 still had these physical cartridges yeah yeah yeah. you want to you want to talk a little bit about cartridge technology josh and the pros and cons they're in yeah i would be happy to give my best and, and again man i almost i almost brought the mrs wizard on to kind of help help me expand my mind with her technomancy cartridges were the standard um, but even before then, even before cartridges, like you get into things like uh, arcade cabinets and even some of like the earliest video games, like you you had the motherboard, you 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 wired the circuits, you you had that thing, and it just played that game, whatever you programmed it. Um, and but then slightly later on, in like the seventies or whenever. That's when people were realizing, like, oh, no, wait, like, we can build essentially, like, 95% of the computer, but then just leave this little docking port and some connecting pins and build the game just on this tiny, like, plastic case well, or, or build it on a, yeah, on a, on a, on a, uh, a circuit board housed in this plastic case. And then you just switch that bad boy in and out and then you can play different games. And so... What that is, is the hardware itself. Uh, Mark and listeners, you may have heard of RAM. In fact, our computers today still use RAM. That stands for Random Access Memory. And Random Access Memory is very quick. It's very fast. It can read things quickly. It can write things quickly. But there's a big downside to RAM. Is it needs to be powered constantly. Otherwise, it forgets what it's doing. So the corrective to that is this other type of memory called ROM, which is read-only memory, which is a little bit slower, uh, but you but it doesn't have to be powered. You 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 can you you can you can take that physical cartridge, you can play Pokemon Blue, uh, and even using the transfer pack for Pokemon Stadium, you can play Pokemon Blue, take it out. But then all of your save data is still is still in, in there. It's it's still in in the ROM, um, mm-hmm. and then when you when you connect it, there's a s- series of connector pins. 
you can like kind of like okay well now we're changing it slightly but but that was a big thing so that's why cartridges were were the way to go all the way back to the atari 2600 the nintendo entertainment system the sega genesis and yes the nintendo and and, and the super nintendo entertainment system uh and then there was that momentous break where both the sony playstation and the um sega saturn split and they said now we're going to use this cd-rom technology and this like laser disc thing that there's a so so it's slightly different but you can't save to those you need a memory card sucka so (laughs) playstation memory cards oh my god I have never been so mad as I was when my memory card like got yeah it, it got, got lost corrupted. in the move yeah. to college oh. it got lost moving to college yeah and so all my WW2K this was like 2006 that's how old this shit was but like we had got the PlayStation and the greatest Christmas ever like in the, the the Christmas of back pay no listeners Mark doesn't have good Christmas only wildly traumatic Christmases <laughs> but like no I I remember moving to college and like booting it up and me and my roommate were gonna play it. And it just didn't read. I was like, you, you dirty bitch. What am I supposed to, hour, hours of my life just gone. And yeah, yeah. And you know what? You know what still works though? I can go plug in my cruising USA to my N64 and there's still the, the same game that I mm-hmm. used to play on when I was 12 years old. God damn it. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's part of it too, right? Like they are, they are sturdier. The, the connector pins are, they're the kind of inset up inside this plastic cartridge. So they're a little protected that way. And yeah, like if you're a little kid and your fine motor skills aren't completely developed yet, you you, you drop things, you spill peanut butter on things. Um, and yeah, while that can be ruinous to a CD-ROM disc, yeah, cartridges are a little beefier, a, a little little buffer. And so, and man, I don't know, maybe I just correlated some contents of my mind here. Maybe that was the start. Oh, yeah? Maybe that was the start of like Nintendo getting this uh, uh image of like being the kid video game system because because it takes some real responsibility to be in charge of a of a playstation or an xbox <laughs> cd whereas yeah little little timmy can yeah bash his cartridge around but still have it functional in play I, yeah, I mean, you know, as long as we're here, like, yeah, the Nintendo was, like, built like a brick shithouse anyway. I mean, right? I remember it wasn't even PlayStation 1s. Like, I remember you could stomp and you could, disru- you could like, disrupt the, the, mm-hmm. the, the laser on a PlayStation 2. Like, you could stomp oh, yeah. on the floor and, like, queer that laser and you could totally screw up somebody's game. Yeah. Versus, like, what you're saying, like, yeah, you can, like, have some kid getting peanut butter on. Man, I honestly think that, like, it's not the best kid console. I think it's the best college console. That's because, a good like, point, too. Yeah. I, I know. I know for a fact that, like, I have watched shit get spilled on that same Nintendo that my mom bought me all those years ago. And, like, it blacks out for a second, and then you just, like, hit the reset, and it pops back on, and it's it's good to go. Like, well, and I know that I have dropped it off of things. Like, I know that, like, I've had, like, you know, where the you pull too hard, and the like, God, that's a bad memory. You, the yeah. the forefoot, or however long the cable is, mm-hmm. you know? Back when they thought you had to, hey, Josh, don't sit too close to the TV, you're gonna burn your eyes out. But also, this cable's only five feet, so, you know, yeah. get fucked and do your best, I guess. But, like, man, just that, like whipping it out and just it falls down like oh god it's over and you're oh no it's all good we're good to go like right well and and that philosophy i i know nintendo especially takes to heart uh yeah with their handheld consoles with their game boys and uh uh dss and all that like right it was like the 
wasn't it the the one meter test because like that's like average pocket height where it's like if mm, yeah. like this thing needs to be able to resist a fall from one meter because that's like most commonly someone's going to be taking it out of their pocket and maybe they fumble it and it falls from there but it still needs there's there's like iraqi war veterans who uh yeah, like finds like, oh yeah, uh, Game Boy Advance got caught up in some incendiary rounds and it's melted to shit, but it still boots up and I can play, <laughs> I can play it. Yeah. And so yeah, that that like durability, that sturdiness, especially so in the handhelds, but also yeah, I think you're right. Like, great for college dorms, uh, college rentals, uh, for yeah, like sixty fours to get beat to shit, uh, and and and. And even their controllers, like, I, I remember, like, people were, they were memeing before they even knew memeing was a thing about, like, how weird this N64 controller was. Where it's like, <laughs> where, it, again, it's like these, like, weird, like, three prongs. Like, how how do I hold this? Where? And why do I suddenly feel like questioning my heterosexuality as I'm holding this thing? <laughs> And you want me to get a rumble pack so it, so it gives me some kind of haptic what? <laughs> so that, that was the other thing. That was also, yeah, we'd like argue about, yeah, in the like, yeah, fifth grade lunchroom, argue about how weird the N64 controller was. Uh, but again, you get used to it. It's it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Um, but yeah, so, so yes, having those cartridges... Uh, and I still do. I still do. It, uh, it's in storage. It's in a storage uh, unit back in Colorado. But yeah, I still have our family. Oh, that was the other thing too. Like, sure, like I worked the most f- for raising the funds, and I, and I'm pretty sure Jake helped out. I think Jake threw I don't know thirty forty bucks in. Um, and then my one sister was pretty young, and then my other sister hadn't even been born yet. Um, but yeah, but so so even though like I purchased that, I primarily purchased that that it was the family console and like Jake 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 would play it and Beth could play it. Um, we did not have quite the same time constraints, the time re- restrictions that, that you were given. <laughs> but but it was it was kind of a we sort of had like a like a gentleman's code like uh, hey Josh, yeah, I, you've been playing Zelda for like thirty minutes or so. Can I can I hop on? It's like, well, yeah, let me. You know, I'm I'm almost through this dungeon, and then I'll save, and then then yeah, you can hop on there too. So, uh, but man, well, and then also speaking of Pokemon Stadium, that was another. So I think that was I got that for my birthday. Oh, yeah, wow. that's right. Yeah, I got Pokemon Stadium for my birthday. Yeah, having the transfer pack because we didn't have we we didn't have any Game Boys. Uh, so so didn't so mm-hmm. didn't play Pokemon on the Game Boy, but yeah, played the bejesus out of Pokemon via the transfer pack on Pokemon Stadium. And I have yeah, super fond memories of yeah, that yeah, that was my birthday in eighth grade going into freshman year of high school. And that summer, Jake and I would trade because because he he bought red and he played red, and then I bought blue. And okay. You could like kind of like it wasn't an official trade Pokemon. You could do some things where like you would you would upload your Pokemon to the Pokemon Lab and Stadium, and that yeah it, yeah yeah. So so it, it it wouldn't count for trading. So we couldn't evolve our Kadabras into Alakazams, for instance. So that was really frustrating. But you 
could, if you had the two transfer packs, you could go through Oak's Lab and right. do that. Because we, mm-hmm. we finally got to the point where we could do that with Pokemon Stadium 2 mm-hmm. and Silver to Yellow. And it was like... Actually, even before that, with Pokemon Stadium 1, my brother had a friend who had blue. Yeah. And we had yellow. Yeah. And it, it was suddenly this... Like, we made a list, Josh, of the yeah. 150... Like, yeah. <laughs> 150 Pokemon. Which ones do I need to trade? And I can name them offhand now. It's what? Alakazam, Machamp, and... Uh, Gengar, uh, I think that's yeah, it. yeah. Geng- well, well, and it wasn't uh, from Graveler to Golem. Wasn't that a trade? Too? Oh, Gra- yeah, Golem. That was yeah. There was four trades. Yeah. yeah, and that was so yeah. So yeah, and we were just like, well, sh- should should we do anything else? Oh, uh, uh, do you have Mewtwo? I don't have Mewtwo. Do you have Mewtwo? Oh no. Okay. <sighs> yeah, man. Oh god, that was so good. So, so man, good. we corrupted the hell out of our gold doing the clone trick for Pokemon yeah, City right. Two, awesome. where you could. Mm-hmm. You just, like, change the box with the one guy in your party and, like, turn it off and turn it back on. We had, like, eight Ho-Ohs. Just, God, back in a time when it was so, kids, it was so much easier just, and now it's, you know, you put in a code, but, like. Right. God, it was so easy just to clone broken Pokemon and. (laughs) Oh, God, we're so old. Speaking, oh, my God, I just, oh, my God. (laughs) No, no, it's all good, man. It's, it's, it is. It's, it's, okay, so, so we've talked a little bit about Zelda. And we've talked a little bit about Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. Do you mind if I get into like a brief history of the oh, development well, of the no, Nintendo 64? Even better, even better. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure we could we'll get way, way just like in, into the weeds talking about other good 64 games. So yeah, so how did this thing even come to be? Yeah, so at some point in the mid '90s, um, Sony and Sega were already dominating the home market with PlayStation and Genesis consoles, and then each of those provided their like own separate form of menace. Um, PlayStation was 3D; it was the first like mm-hmm. 3D quote unquote that existed. And kids, go look up you know PlayStation One video games; they look like shit. Yeah. But that was that was what we had, and we were goddamn grateful to get it. Mm-hmm. But then the um, Sega was also running on a 32-bit platform versus. Uh, the 16-bit uh, Nintendo SNES. Mm-hmm. Right. SNES was the last console they'd made. It came from 1985. And Nintendo was kind of at this point, like, the Game Boy was doing passably well. It was that, you know, mobile um, gaming system, to, or that mobile gaming device. I think we're a couple years out of, what was it, Sega had that. Remember the really wonky oh, Sega portable? what was that? Um, shoot. I know, it was a Ga- Sega something. Uh, yeah. Game Gear. It was a Sega Game Gear. Game Gear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like, it weighed 90 pounds, and the battery life was all about 20 minutes. Yeah. And, and you were just... But it had a backlit screen, and I remember, like, watching Sonic in backlit screen. Yeah. And just being like, what is... And you can hold this into it? What is happening? Like, my six-year-old brain was, like, exploding. <laughs> um, <laughs> But so Nintendo knew that they kind of had to show up, or they weren't going to make it out of the console wars alive. Um. Eventually, in 1993, they entered into a partnership with a gaming firm called Silicon Graphics Incorporated, or SGI. Um, And the story goes that either... So either SGI just approached Nintendo and liked the cut of their jib better, or Nintendo paid them more money than Sony did. Hmm. And even right now, even looking into this right now, um, the the source material will vary. Right, right. Like, you know, Nintendo's so gung-ho to just, you know itself and oh we, they begged us to help <laughs> um but so at the end of the day a thing was came, uh, um uh, the idea was launched it was called project reality it emerged with a monster 64-bit cpu which stands for what josh uh, uh central processing unit boy. and also the cpu developed by sgi dropped the power usage 
to 0.5 watts from the what I guess is too much of two watts. I don't know anything about this. We probably should have had yeah. your Mrs. Wizard on. <laughs> yeah, she could probably. Um, yeah. It also, yeah, it also boasts boosts. It also boasted four megabytes of storage, which was insane. Like, right. that might as well have been anything you could have needed was going to be on this four megabytes until later when you could upgrade the memory to eight bits and play Donkey Kong 64. Right, and yeah, the expansion There's another pack. one. Um, well, the expansion pack, yeah. yeah so, um, I want to say you just, uh, Rogue Squadron was an ex- was one you could do it with. Well, so so I think I, I think... Almost every game benefited from having the I- expansion pack, um, but uh, yeah. But, but, the, but the two, I believe that the, the two that required it were Donkey Kong Country, or no, um, Donkey Kong sixty four, and Donkey Kong sixty four, and the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, which is which is what prompted me to buy the ex- expansion pack. Um, so, I, I, I believe did, those are the only ones that required it. Did Banjo Kazooie or no? I don't. I just—it so. was so long ago. I can't remember. I just remember when it came out, and it was like, yeah, supposed to be this game changer. Or, I remember renting Donkey Kong '64, yeah. and plugging it in and not having that expansion pack, and Speed's it didn't so work. Sad. Yeah, and like, or maybe yeah. Banjo Tooie. Maybe the sequel did. Oh, maybe I think I think you're right. I think that's what I am thinking of. I don't know. Yeah, so you get this, you know, whopping four megabits of storage, um, but it also was dangerous because Project Reality. It could render in 3D. Right. This was... It wasn't groundbreaking because PlayStation was already kind of doing it, but this was more than they'd ever seen before, and I don't know how the process works, but it was part of the toolkit that they used, that you used to, you know, build a game to program on N64, and the early games, you'll notice how it's only showing you what the character is looking at, and that was revolutionary, because the game system only had to render what was ever in front of the character. Mm. And so, like, you have your, like, levels that are already pre-planned and shit. Like, I think of Mario 64, how, like, you don't see the rest of the level until you move it. But that was also one of the first times you had, like, a controllable camera. Right, right. Yeah, like, again, like, this was a revolutionary device. Um, And also, you already mentioned this, but it also had the stupidest controller of all times. If you ever feel stupid, Josh, if you ever feel like anything you're doing doesn't matter, yeah. always remember that the L button is a thing. Yeah, right, yeah. And it's there. As I am, as I am like, having my head buried in my hands, like, this dissertation is a joke. This is nothing. I'm, in fact, as soon as we're done recording here, I'm going to print out a picture of the N64 controller and tape it up behind my monitor. And like that'll be my that'll be my motivation to 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 carry on. <laughs> Circle the left bumper and just write "You matter." Yeah. <laughs> um, but as I was looking into this, I was kind of impressed to learn that this apparently this design was just like groundbreaking. And I read some stuff about why they chose to do it, and I honestly don't remember it. But the only thing that stuck out to me is that at one point a team from LucasArts came to uh they were trying to play test the at this point it was the um project reality still but they were trying to play test it and kind of understand like how this deal works and the controller itself was in a cardboard box with handholds cut into it like you couldn't see what it was and the joke was oh well you know those japanese that's a goo controller that like just you know reads your mind but you can't look at it otherwise it messes it up <laughs> Um, in 1994, it was renamed the Ultra 64. Um, and at this point, 
all the developers that we were going to see early on with Nintendo were showing up, but most importantly, Rare, Ocean, and Acclaim, and especially Rare. You've already named, like, four Rare games, just right. between you and I tonight, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, GoldenEye, Donkey Kong, um, what, original, what, Mortal Kombat 2 was a Rare, mm-hmm. I want to say, like, Rare has its ankles in everything. Rare was an amazing game studio, kids, and now they're back, or they're not, I don't know? Uh, maybe? Uh, I want to say I saw a thing where they were back, but they weren't back, but they weren't. That's why GoldenEye got to be released mm. on the last Nintendo online. I see. Well, uh, they also did Perfect Dark, which is like sort of... Perfect Dark. Yeah, like the sort of unofficial sequel to GoldenEye, like by the same team. Um, and I think yeah. that... Maybe that also required the expansion pack. Now that I think about it, I think that was that was a that was a big one too. Like Perfect Dark was also a game changer. Well, yes, and uh, now I'm I'm getting ahead of myself here because yeah, I definitely have the top twenty or twenty five greatest sixty four games. Oh hell that, yeah. that we can go through in a minute. But yes, yeah, also yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm almost there. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. you're you're fine, you're fine. Um, it debuted fully in November of 1995 at the uh, Nintendo Trade Show Shinki. Sorry, Show Shinkai. Where, according to a popular mechanics article that I read from 2020, but was like, I guess a, you know, not a rehash, but like a, hey, remember this? Popular mechanics was eating their own member berries in 2020. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is according to that article. Hordes of Japanese school children huddled in the cold outside. The electricity rippled through their ranks like they were waiting outside this trade show <laughs> just to get any little bit yeah. of... I just love that. I just love the hype. I miss being See, hyped for video yeah, games. Man. Like, E3 died this year, yeah, and E3 I'm so died. bummed about yeah. it because I was so excited to see the, like, PS5 Skyrim port. Like, it was going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it was supposed to be released... Um, around Christmas of that year, so Christmas of 1995, uh, but it was delayed until June of 1996 when it released in Japan, and then further delayed in America until September. Mm. Um, the initial release was supposed to be $250 American, but they decided that, that was too expensive and it dropped down to a more manageable $199, which is $384.76 in today money. So don't you ever shortchange the fucking blood, sweat, and effort that little Streeter put in right? to get in your N64, yeah, man, because you did your damn work. You gotta be proud of yourself. I did work. Like, I did work. Well, and, and I've heard, and, and yeah, unless we go down this path as well, yeah, there, there's been this, like, there was so much uproar, again, going back to Tears of the Kingdom, like, they're charging $70 for a game now? This is this is highway robbery. And it's like, my friends, let me tell you about this thing called inflation. And yeah, th- that <laughs> that's nothing. That's nothing. Like, well, and yeah, and even going back, uh, I, I honestly think, oh God, okay, hold on. Let's see if I can find this here. Yeah. Like, um, uh, because, uh, again, c- comparing in like, modern dollars i think nintendo by and large has like some of the most affordable consoles aren't they yeah they're the cheapest right right, right, like and like um okay let's see you know there's a reason that i have a switch and not an xbox one s and or ps5 like right 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 and 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 even if yeah maybe the one outlier was the 64 compared to uh yeah like the the PlayStation, which I want to say was I want to say was like one fifty or something like that. Um, oh man, there, there there's a there's a chart I have seen before and I've pictured in my mind and I'm not finding it uh, up over here. 
But um, listeners, two wizards pod C one. I bet it's up there by the time this drops. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh. Okay. okay. Here. Here you go. Here's the historical launch prices of video game consoles. Uh, and you mentioned the. Um, okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So the cheapest. The cheapest. Uh. Five. Nintendo GameCube at $259, um, do, 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 $2012, so whatever. Okay. Sega Dreamcast, $275, uh, $2012. Nintendo Wii, $286. Nintendo 64, $292. And Nintendo Wii U, uh, $300. So yeah, those are the, yeah, all of the wow. Nintendo home consoles are. Yeah, within the bottom, the 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 five most affordable at launch, um, as compared to the Neo Geo <laughs> in nineteen ninety. Oh wow! Which in twenty twelve dollars was one thousand one hundred and forty six dollars. Yeah. What is it like? So if two hundred bucks is three eighty four, that'd be like what three thirty. And then God, it was, damn, it, was it was $650 in 1990. Thank you for doing the math for me. Yeah, no, it's oh, okay. Our, our, here we go. And then the Sony PlayStation, at least when it launched in 95, was 299. Um, but then, oh wow, that's a wow, yeah. Okay. But 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 also, I, I, I bought my console a couple of years after launch, so I think it uh, yeah, it dropped down. By well, the- but if you buy a brand new console first thing out of the gate you're an idiot exactly, exactly. never buy never buy first generation never do that but um never buy first anything unless it's tears of the kingdom unless it's tears of the kingdom because they took an extra year zelda mayhem because it's going to be perfect yeah they already delayed it so you like buying it now is, is okay yeah exactly exactly so, <laughs> um <laughs> um Anyway, anyway, back at the ranch. So the Nintendo 64 was a total game changer. It beautifully, wink, 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 mm-hmm. uh, rendered 3D graphics. And honestly, dude, remember, I just remember being so hype, like, yeah, blowing my damn mm-hmm. mind in some of the, like, Mario 64 levels. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the ones that stick out were, like, the lava ones, where you could surf on the shell. Yeah, buddy. And just, Woo. all that shit is on screen. And, like, as you're surfing, like, the Goombas are in the background, Goomba-ing. Mm-hmm. And, like, the fire spouts are, like, in the foreground, fire spouting. And, like, there's so much shit going on just in this. And, like, well, and that was game-changing. But oh, yeah. well, well, and, and, yeah, this was also, maybe we'll get into this too, this was that magical moment from transitioning from 2D gaming into 3D gaming where we were like a skybox what's that like for the first yeah. it was like oh yeah should we have to like actually have some sort of graphic to represent the sky um and sure there were things like parallax backgrounds and your like 2D scrollers and things like that i'm not taking away anything from those developers cuz they were again that's the other thing too I think I saw this on 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 Twitter or maybe it was Reddit something like that just like the like uh, (laughs) the like virgin 2020 game dev that's like oh I need to render this model but most consoles only have 32 gigs of RAM versus the Chad 1980s computer game developer where it's like, I made a perfectly balanced and fully replayable game um, for one megabyte of memory. <laughs> and like the shit that these guys were able to do, like almost in some cases, like physically 
moving the ones and zeros, like with a little tiny set of tweezers turning it from zero to one. <laughs> Just the yeah. badass shit that these guys and girls, because there were girls there too, but, but, well, and also guys is gender neutral. Get over it. Um, yeah. But yeah, the badass shit that these Boy, I hope so, because I use it too much otherwise. No, yeah, I, I am fully in the camp that you guys is inclusive. Um, you guys and dude. Yeah, yeah, and dude. Honestly, like, yo, what's up, man? Like, because I've never said, yo, what's up, woman, to a woman before. Right, exactly. Because really fucking weird. Exactly. What's good, female? <laughs> like, yeah, no. And if I say, what's up, bitch, I get yelled at, so I don't, you know. You tell me what to do, guys. Right, right. right. But, but yes, all, all that is to say that, like, in this truly, like, uh, brand new dimension, wink, 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 um... Yeah, this, like, brand new portal of, like, 3D games, 3D models. Like, yeah, the Super Nintendo had, like, polygons that they could kind of rotate. But nobody really, like, yeah, seeing, like, like triangles uh, float around on a screen for Star Fox versus seeing an actual goddamn R-Wing in Star Fox 64. Uh, yeah. <sighs> holy cow, man. Yeah. So stinking cool. What? It's insane. It's so crazy to me, too. Just, like, the jump. Just the jump. Just that, like... Because, you know, there was that also... There's that, like, gray period before Nintendo. And I don't really remember, like, playing on a home console. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I remember playing Mario 3. Mm -hmm. But everybody remembers playing Mario 3. Like, yeah. I think that's, like, a fake memory that is implanted into all... <laughs> like, you just remember playing Mario 3. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, with N64, it was just different. Like, this was 3... Just the the... The first time you got that goddamn wing hat in Mario 64 oh and just Amazing. the unbridled space. And then you got the entire level yeah. of you just get to fly you around these little rainbows, around. get the eight red coins. Yeah, and have fun like, and don't give a shit. Yeah, it was, oh God, it was so great. Yeah. So great. But then also, lest we forget, lest we don't, lest we undersell the, probably the most important feature of the N64 is that goddamn rumble pack. Yeah, that was also a huge game changer. Right. Because, you know, now everything kind of has, like, a two-prong controller. Nintendo's still trying to hold on to, like, the weird, like, hold a dick in your hand <laughs> method. I don't really understand it, but all right. Whatever you guys are trying to do, right, whatever. Right. But, like, every single controller in the world rumbles now. Mm -hmm. Like, and if it doesn't rumble, you feel like you're getting shortchanged. Right, yeah, it is. It's like, what is this bullshit? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. totally. Just that, just the... I remember, like, and then this goes into my second little bit with this, like, the promotional... The promotion for it. I remember so clearly watching a VHS plugging the new Star Fox 64. And, like, it was these guys that kidnapped a Nintendo executive or something. And they were like, we're from not Sony and Nintendo sucks. And the guy's, like, showing him, like, yeah, but check it out. This is our new yeah. game, Star Fox 64. <laughs> and, like, watching that and just, like... Trying to explain to my grandmother why my brother and I needed it. Right. And this was in, like, 97. Like, this wasn't even, like, <laughs> on our radar yet. Like, this wasn't going to happen. It's like, okay, but Grandma, you don't understand. Okay? This is... It rumbles when you blow something up. Right. Why do you need to rumble? So you knew so you, you blew it up. You what are you, stupid? Up. Come yeah. on. Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Get in the goddamn car. Yeah, just, yeah, like, come on. We got to go, Grandma. No time. Uh, my other favorite... Yeah. No time. My other favorite little memory from this that i got to remember according to wikipedia with the nintendo marketing they were real sneaky about it and you know how like gi joe 
marketed Saturday morning breakfast cereal and toys to kids? Mm -hmm. Well, so did Nintendo, but they compounded it by printing Nintendo tips on Fruit by the Foot roll-ups. I remember that remember shit. Fruit by the Foot number Holy one. Cow. And then on the paper, when you would unroll it, it would give you tips, like in Super Smash Brothers. Yoshi can, you know, pick up a guy, make him into an egg, and throw him off the off the ledge. Okay, Josh, just... we all read that shit. We were all, like, deeply ingrained in Nintendo 64 lore, whether we knew it or not. You told... No, Mark, you legitimately blew my mind. Because, again, I, like, immediately flashed back to Evans Elementary sitting in the cafeteria at lunch, eating that very same fruit by the foot and reading the Nintendo 64, like, like hints and cheats and, and telling myself, one day, one day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> Holy shit, that's right, yeah. man. Good God. Wow, I should talk to all the toads in the castle in Super Mario 64? Good tip. Thanks, Fruit by the Foot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hold, no, you legitimately, like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> that was. That's where I was. Yeah, no, you're like, I'm glad that you're experiencing this too, because that's where I was just like, son of a bitch, I remember that. Like, that is a thing they did to us. Yeah, they did. God damn. Like, now licensed product is so ingrained in everything and like it well, doesn't even like, matter, but like well, there was a time like what business did you have showing up in a fruit snack Yoshi World tips, but Well and ah. and, and that was the era of like benevolent um you know like corporate uh 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 partnerships where it was like, hey, uh get buy buy fruit by the foot and then you get a little something for Nintendo and then in that next episode of Nintendo Power, hey kids, um, uh, need help with your 64 games? Go buy Fruit Fry. So like, yeah, that's like a benevolent, like symbiotic. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Now it's like, oh, drink, drink the Mountain Dew and enter the code, and you'll have a one in twenty thousand chance of winning a poster or some bullshit. And it's yeah, so yeah. Oh my God, those were Mark. Take me back. I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know, dude. We gotta. <laughs> and I, I, I yeah, I, I would. I, I think I'd trade being a wizard for all that. Right. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah, like, totally. And and I would. I would. <laughs> I would go back and Satan say. Satan brings us to the like pinnacle of the world. Yeah. You can go back to fruit by the foot advertisements. <laughs> you just accept me, and I'm like, yo, throw up the horns. Let's do this. Like, yeah. Well, and and I would even go back to fifth grade, Josh, and say, start mowing lawns now. Start starting. Don't 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 wait till you're in seventh grade. Start start doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, that's too good. That's so good. <laughs> well, I, I guess on the topic of uh, fruit by the foot, I don't. I think I remember there being maybe a watermelon flavor. Oh hell yeah! I I remember the watermelon because yeah. I always yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and that's that wild be, berry yeah. Yeah, and that is going to be my segue into what's next in my wizard's cup. So this is that funny water watermelon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Look at me. Aren't I a clever boy? <laughs> mm. Okay, yeah. That's a little I can I can get behind that better than the citrus one. The citrus one is kind of weird, but is it watermelon, watermelon, or Jolly Rancher watermelon? It's, I, I think it's more watermelon, watermelon. Interesting. Um, okay. Well, because there was one summer, uh, yeah, the Mrs. Wizard and I 
she found like a like a like a summer gin cocktail thing that um yeah required fresh watermelon juice and so we Mm. did yeah we bought a whole ass one and then cut it up and smooshed it out put put it through the blender and then like strained it to get all the all the pulp out but then i just tried some just because yeah when else am i going to get fresh watermelon juice and so yeah it's definitely more that it's not the fake jolly rancher or charms blow pop god damn all these 90 things remember charms blow pops (laughs) yeah dude yeah yeah no yeah the I remember the commercials and like, yeah, yeah. Charles Blow Pop take one. See. Excellent. Yeah. A little turntable. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Strawberry. <laughs> Sour <laughs> apple. Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> okay. Yes. But yes, back at the plot. Do, do, back do, at the end of the Oh, um, also, um, June Shine Kombucha. Also. <laughs> I've had three of these, and the cans are four inches tall, so I have had a kombucha oh, that... by the foot. Yeah, no, there we go. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> I used to, like, try and equate how much, like, whatever I was drinking by, like, the fluid ounces, you know, coffee, water, booze, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, then I would walk around, like, oh, yeah, I've got, you know eight pounds of crap in me. No, screw that. Now I got a whole foot of crap in me. We're doing <laughs> 2023 is the year of length, not weight. Yes. Yes. And as a six foot five, barely over 200 pounds, uh, guy. Yes, it is. It is scrawny King summer. It's, it's, it's happening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, speaking of things that are so, underappreciated <laughs> no so the, the, what, what, what also endears the N64 to me was like this was that was my last console um, truly with like game renting culture um, that's when that, that, that's when I still live just like a block or two down from this movie world uh, re- rental place there in town and they had a giant uh, a giant section of, of, of games to rent. Uh, and then when I got... But because that was part of it too, right? Like, because your save files were in the cartridges, as opposed to like, I'm not going to fill up my memory, my, my GameCube memory cards with this like random stuff that maybe I'll rent it again, maybe not. I don't know. So, so, so that was also very much... It, it, yeah, it, it, it was very meaningful to me because, yeah, that was like my last real-time like renting strange video games and like oh i man i wanted to get this one like i really wanted to get uh uh paper mario but some other son of a bitch rented it so i guess i gotta pick this like random ass thing um was that also your experience too mark did you would you rent a lot of things super rent and or and i really miss this about the world just trading them with your friends Hey, right? I've got Hydro Thunder. You have got Paper Mario. Let's do a swap. God, what was it? What was the one that we wanted so bad? Kirby. <clears throat> Kirby 64, oh, the Crystal Shards. That was so good. Oh, my God. That it's an amazing... I think game. that's, like, in my top... It's probably my top 20 favorite games of all time. It's... Um, so when good. they put it on um, Nintendo Online, I played through that son of a bitch. And oh, hell yeah, let dude. me tell you, 13-year-old Mark was a lot better than 34-year-old Mark. <laughs> God damn, it's still such a good game. Um, but that one was out for the longest time. And um, 
we couldn't get it. And then I remember, so, okay, did you, okay, how do you say this? Did you trust your parents? Because I couldn't trust my mom. We learned very quickly. You don't trust your mom. When she says, I'm going to the the, the video store, you boys want a game. And we go, yeah, mom, we trust you. Because if I had a nickel for every fucking time she came back with, what was it, um, Glover? Like, oh my oh, God. Oh yeah, Glover 64. <laughs> that was also... And again, also... I love you, mom. I love yeah. you. You mm-hmm. tried so hard. Glover and that fucking Star Wars fighting game. Yeah. And just yeah. so many times, like, Mom, this is so bad. Oh, but you like Star Wars. I know. I know, but not this Thanks. One, All right, Dan, I'm going to be Princess Leia. You'd be the sand person. All right. Let's, yeah. Play. So that, that yeah. was also, I, I again, had the privilege of having a, a video rental store, yeah, like a block away from me. So I, again, would, would scrounge up, and, and it was a, a buck 25. It was a dollar 25 to rent a game. <laughs> it used to be for two nights. And then when I think they were like, Trying to attract more business because things were going for well for him. Uh, then it was three nights. You could rent a video game for three nights for $1.25. Um, so, yeah, like scrounging through the couch cushions for quarters and stuff. There was, again, just like a random, like, I guess I, I'll rent this because every other game that I wanted to rent isn't here. And uh, I suppose this maybe looks okay. Uh, Goemon's Great Adventure. What is that? that Why is that so familiar? So, like, the main character is this guy, Goemon, who's, again, based on, like, some, like, actual historical Japanese dude. Like, mm-hmm. n- ninja guy, I guess? Uh, I, yeah, I, okay, yeah the, okay. the Mystical Ninja series starring Goemon. Um, and, yeah, this was, a, this was a side-scrolling, like, two-and-a-half game, kind of like... Kirby 64, the Crystal Shards, like that, like that similar kind of thing, it's like like, like side scrolling platformer, two and a half D, um, and holy shit, did I like was one super confused because it is it's like chock full of like Japanese cultural symbols and stories, and yeah, the first time I rented it's like what the hell is this? I don't understand this at all. Why are there these like little like dancing cactus guys? Uh, <laughs> why like but then yeah it was it was so good it was so good that that was one that I would come back to and rent every so often uh, so yeah that was that was a really good one and, and then the other one that turned into like another franchise that I, I ended up buying that game I rented it first and then I ended up buying that game and then others after it uh, was Harvest Moon playing Harvest Moon 64 uh, oh re- Oh yeah, rented that the first time, and yeah, like immediately got hooked, and because that was one where like you had four save slots, and that was also the that was the risk that you took uh, renting, because if somebody rented it after you and then deleted your save file, I mean that that was it. So so that was one I eventually that was another one. Like I played Harvestman sixty four, loved it. And mowed a couple extra lawns, um, and call. Oh my god! Got on electronicsboutique.com. Oh which, man! Which would become EB Games, which would become GameStop, would be like, and yeah, like saved up the fifty nine ninety nine to buy Harvest Moon sixty four. Holy shit! Yeah, god damn, that was fun. <laughs> The member Dude, berries, Mark. The member berries are strong I, in this episode. I know. I didn't know that I needed this tonight, but god damn, I... 
Yep. 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 I, yeah. Man, I. Oh. Well, okay. So I. So so I've, I've talked about some like kind of hidden gems or like un, yeah. un uncovered gems. What, what, how about how about you? What was one that like you either rented or traded with a friend? You're like, oh, okay, I guess. Okay, sure, you can have my Mario Kart 64, and I'll have your whatever this one is. Uh, worst worst deal in the history of ever. Um, <laughs> worst trade deal um, in the history of ever. But yeah, what are some of your like? Yeah, like oh wow, I didn't know that I would actually like this game as much as I did. Um, not that I didn't know, but one that I rented way too much until my, I, I know that my mom actually got pissed off and bought this one for us was, um, <laughs> Shadows of the Empire, the Star Wars game. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. One. Oh my that's God. That was an, am- that's still an amazing game. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can hear it in my head. Oh my God. There. Yeah. And the whole, yeah. Oh my God. That was such a good game. But like, I know that we rented that, and I know that I don't know if Dan liked it or not, but he still played it a lot because that's all I wanted to play. Yeah, <laughs> and we beat that a couple times. Like that was nice. a really cool deal. And I remember you talking about going on to game games boutique, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Um, or, no. Uh, I, yeah. 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 Well, no, I I just remember like, and it wasn't even googling. I think it was like Ask Jeeves. Like, oh man, we we went and asked uh, Jeeves about like, hey man, what are some. Uh, Shadows of the Empire cheats, and I remember you can enter them. Um, Wampa Stompa, Wampa Stompa, file name, and you can yeah, you get that. You can do what some like Falcon. You can unlock the Millennium Falcon for space battles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just all that dumb shit. Like all that too. Just really quick sidebar, man. I miss cheating in video, or not cheating, but like the cheats. Like yeah, um, yeah. I'm sure that you stuff? and Jake beat to death like the speed runs for Goldeneye until you could oh, get yeah. the shit to get the shit to unlock the shit G codes and then you unlocked paintball mode and DK mode and oh. just it and then, was wonder it was it was wonder that was all it was yeah, was like was. wonder and glory and you painted the map multicolor with your giant heads and it was stupid yeah. and somebody played Jaws and somebody played Odd Job and whoever <laughs> played Odd Job was an asshole because you could like fucking hat throw and insta kill and. Right, right. Yeah. No, yeah. it was oh god. Yeah, that was great. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, cheating in video games were like God, just looking up like how to beat the water temple in Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yeah, so like, that was it like my my very it's also going back to Ocarina of Time. Yeah, my first forays onto gamefaqs.com uh going on to thelegendofzelda.com, going to zeldauniverse.net. Um cuz because that was also too like that was also like in sort of like early internet culture. Um, and I, I'm trying to remember if like I, cause, cause yeah, both of those legend of Zelda.com and Zelda universe.net. Um, they also had like, like, like message board forum stuff. And I forget, I, I think I was too scared. It was like an 11 year old kid. I was too scared. Like, Oh, but it says to get your parents permission before you create an account. <laughs> See that to me—that's what ages us the most. When we didn't understand the internet was just like a tool, right? Yeah, and it was like that nebulous, like get your parents' permission. Mom, can I go to Nickelodeon.com? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, man. So that was, oh man, the member the member berries are strong. Member berries are strong in this one. Um, um yeah. Well, yeah, and, and also, yeah, right. Like, I remember. Getting super stuck in Ocarina of Time uh, inside Lord Jabu Jabu's belly. I was like, what the hell is this? So, yeah, I, I had to, and I printed out, Mark, I printed out like the walkthrough. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because how else were you gonna do it? Like, yeah, because how else would would you remember all that information? You had to print it out. Uh, yeah, and then there were like two or three other times where, oh my god. Well, and, and I think also at that point we had finally, yeah, our 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 family desktop computer. I think we also finally got dial up internet, and so I, I didn't have to. I didn't have to like. Use my oh, mom's. Yeah. I didn't have to use my mom's school computer to print like four pages off of game FAQs. Uh, I could just like, okay, I'm stuck at this point. I'll save. My sister wants to w- watch a TV show anyway, so I'll so I'll I'll take a break and then I'll like study. That started my like intense video game study. Um, <laughs> oh God, that's so good. <laughs> oh, okay, an- another good one. Another like hidden gem. Uh, that I'd rent quite a bit was, um, oh, what was it like? Like Army Heroes, Sarge's Men? Is that what it was? Or oh like, shit, Sarge's Heroes, dude. Sar- yes, Sarge's oh, Heroes. God. You, you want to talk like about cheat codes? Yes. Oh my god. Yes, dude. And like, I remember, I remember because okay, yeah, not to hijack you, but like, no, please, yeah, yeah. you could. Yeah, so you'd beat a level of in Sarge's Heroes kids, right? Oh my god, I'm so Josh, we're so old. All right, so you would beat a level, and they would give you the code to remember that level. Because that one was another one that could use the expansion pack, but you didn't have to because they would also just give you that code outright. Mm-hmm. And then you could punch that one in. And I just remembered that it used no vowels. So, like... Right, yeah. Yeah, you had to... There was one It was, like, Sandbox was the Sandbox one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, R- RCKTS was Rocket. And you only... You spawned with just, like, missiles and shit. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, Rub-a-dub-dub man. was the, like, bathroom yeah. one. Rub-a-dub-dub. Yeah, oh my god. Oh, Josh, Sergeant Heroes was so... Hey, did, so did Heroes. you play two? Or no, you t- t- talk to me about Sergeant Heroes. Don't uh No, yeah, so 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 for listeners who maybe did not know, you the, the, the premise of this game was you were like the little plastic green army men. Um, and it was a Do they still pers- sell army men? Is that a thing? I think, maybe? I, I, Kids, I, watch Toy Story. It's who Woody talks so. to and makes okay, his yeah. like unwilling ser- like slave. Like, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope. I, I hope they're still, they're still a thing. Um, but yeah, so yeah, this was a third-person shooter, and yeah, again, had like a variety of weapons, had all your kind of standards, had a had a pretty kick-ass multiplayer again. Um, oh God, the South Park game, the like first. I didn't person. play that one. I didn't. Oh, that was, was that any good? It was. It was all right. It, it was all right. I mean, nothing. Okay. Okay. Nothing to write home about, but. Um, okay. Oh God! Yeah, so many, so many good ones. God damn. Um, uh, Star Wars, um, or Episode One Pod Racer, man, holy oh, shit! Oh, Pod I, Racer was great. Oh my God, I love I that. The, I've got that on my PlayStation Four now, and it's not quite the same, but it's mm-hmm. pretty much there. Pod Racer was and great. I don't well, really then, know how I played that game because, Josh, have you played that in the last thirty years? Because it's too quick for the human eye to track. Like, no, it is. You yeah. need to be like Super Saiyan level to like watch the motion on screen. Right. Yeah. You 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 need actual midichlorians to like <laughs> to like yeah like and anticipate the turns or uh I re- okay so this is the other thing going going and talking about uh, about parents and again all the love mom and dad. Because uh, that was one too. Like I distinctly remember my dad kind of sitting down with me one time and like doing again doing the meme before it was a meme. Hey son, are you winning? And I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, dad, it's great. And then he like he like tried. He's like, well, what if I try? What if I try playing this game? And this poor this poor son of a bitch. It was the pod. <laughs> it was Star Wars Pod Racer, and he was oh, like, shit. 
Yeah, and he's like, I don't know where the track is. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. I'm sorry. And he's like, No, no, it's okay. Just, just have fun. <laughs> just, it's, it's, it's all right. But, that, but he was. But also, it was, that it was like a bonding you were like moment. Stronger than your father. Like, yeah, it was like, Hey, I'm gonna use this opportunity to bond with my son. But like, what button do I press? And do I turn? How how do you know where to turn left? And all this stuff. And then it was is like. Yeah, I am. I truly the the apprentice has become the master. Here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. <sighs> but um, yeah, let's see here. What else what was another good one? I remember speaking of parents playing games. I remember one one time, mm-hmm. my mom decided that she was going to play Mario Kart with us, and she played oh. Rainbow Road. Oh. And it took her about ten minutes to finish the race. That poor woman. That poor woman. But goddamn it, Josh! If my mother didn't play the hell out of Mar, and I'll never forget because it was me and my brother. We had three somehow. Yeah, because it came with two controllers, and we got a third one for my grandmother. My grandmother had bought us a third one, and it was oh, like nice. a super sweet. Like, remember when the future wasn't the future, and all technology was going to be in like fucking see-through colored plastic, mm-hmm. like right. IMAX and like uh, backpacks and like on Anne Frank notebooks and not Anne Frank. <laughs> Lisa Frank. Thank you, Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Sorry, guys. Those, um, yeah, I was going to be on that Lisa Frank. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Anne Frank. Nope. Jesus Christ. Um, but it was that clear. Whew, remember when the future was going to be <laughs> clear plastic? Mm-hmm. Um, and so all three of us played on Rainbow Road, and she was in last place by like a lap and a half. And she got a lightning bolt and managed to get me and Dan both. And somehow, I don't know how she did, like, literally the stars aligned. And, like, Nike smiled down upon her and was like, you know what, Terry? You can have this one. Because she hit that lightning bolt and just, like, somehow the game was just like, we're not going to play anymore. And it just didn't quite recover Dan and I. So we were in (laughs) mini mode the rest of the goddamn race. And she won. That was it. She just won. And she was so fucking proud of herself, and she had such a good time. Hell yeah. And then she tried it again, and it just wasn't the same, but it was that one, that one moment, Josh, when I got my mom to play a video game, and, like, suddenly we were, like, yeah, we were we were the same person. We were, like, communicating on the same level. Like, we mm. understood each other, like, at more than we had understood each other before. And now we're, like, yeah, this is what you're into. I mm. hate it, but I get it now. Like, yeah, I get it. I get it now. Yeah. I get it now. It's beautiful. And <laughs> there's this Danny DeVito crying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have so, sent the so poet. We, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we would do. I mean, there were a couple times. I think my mom and my dad. Yeah, would do would do things like Mario Kart. Um, would do some of the other ones, and but but they also kind of realized that like, no, this is this is for them. Um, but uh, oh, actually, okay. Here here's another one that started off as a rental and then was so good that I ended up buying it. And I also was kind of kicking myself because I, I did I don't think I got into this much at all in our Mario loose robes. Uh, yeah. Was was Paper Mario? Paper Mario was such an amazing game. And yeah, I distinctly remember being in eighth grade um, because March Madness was also going on uh, the the college basketball playoffs, and we had our like main family TV. So all of the college basketball games would be going over there. And then in the next room over was our, our sort of like home office uh, kind of area. And we had like a smaller, like tiny black and white TV. Um, and I hooked up the 64 to that. So I'd, I'd play the, I'd, you know, get 
get a good hour or so of Paper Mario in, uh, mm-hmm. go watch a college basketball game, cycle back over and play Paper Mario. And it was the greatest, oh, it was the greatest time. <laughs> it was the greatest time. Uh, yeah, playing the playing the shit out of Paper Mario. Oh, God. It was so Hell great. yeah. Whew. Oh man, <laughs> these these member berries, buddy. Let me let me tell you. Oh man. Oh, they're solid. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Like not sleepers, but like um, mm. you know the ones you always played with your friends because it was two player. Oh um, yeah yeah yeah. Um, wave race. Did you do wave race? Was that when you see, did the jet ski game? Never. I never did wave race because like Mid-ways, that was yeah. I I, like, I didn't either. I just kind of vaguely remember it. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Like I I know of it, and I and I've seen. Yeah, like kind of later YouTube long plays of it. Um, but uh, well, 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 cause, cause like, cause like Wave Race was one of the launch titles, wasn't it? So like it like came out, like it, like it came out right I when think the so. So I think that's part of it too. Uh, probably because I, I bought it a little bit later, didn't get it. Um, but also speaking of racing, what one that I would play both like the single player and um, multiplayer, uh, Beetle Adventure Racing. Okay. Oh man, that was a that was a that was a solid one too. And it was like right when the VW Bug, uh, like had its like makeover. Oh like, yeah, that weird resurgence. I remember. I yeah. do remember that. Yeah, yeah. And I'll and I'll always yeah. And, and the title screen, Mark. Games had title screens with like some poorly like chipset voice going, Beetle Adventure Racing or like whatever. <laughs> Was. Hydro Thunder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a fun <laughs> one. Um, there was a kick-ass. Oh, what was this called? There was a kick-ass Hot Wheels racing game. That was oh. a ton of fun. Okay, okay. We're like, yeah, like so. It's like you could like pick your little like kind of Hot Wheels cart, and uh you would earn like turbo boosts by doing backflips and like spins and stuff in midair and one of my favorite vehicles was a little go-kart that had like terrible top speed terrible weight like decent <laughs> handling decent acceleration but it could do like like any other car would do two backflips and this thing could do like five so you just had to like do as many tricks as possible and then use all your turbo boosts and then try and earn some more. So it was like the greatest like glass cannon uh, yeah. <laughs> racer. It was amazing. That was re- um, oh uh, uh, the Rush series like San Francisco Rush, and there was another one. God, what was it? Yeah, like a ton of racing games. A ton of racing games that were also okay. super easy okay. to like get a get another controller and like I yeah like Jake and I would play or or. Mayhan, good old Mayhan would come over and play. He he had a PlayStation, so like so like it, I got to kind of. Of course, Mayhan had a PlayStation. So 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 yeah. So I got to experience. You know, I'd, he'd come over to my house. We do sixty four. I go over to his place. We we do PlayStation games. So so I, I got to I got to dabble in both there. But um, right on. Yeah. Oh God. So stupid. Uh, cruising USA. Did you get cruising USA? Oh man. Cruising, yeah. Cruising USA. <laughs> Choose your car. Choose your car. <laughs> Fucking, I used to rock that little three-wheeled pickup shit from whatever. Oh, yeah. Insert, insert mm-hmm. like, Asian country here. Like, whatever that one was. Mm-hmm. I would just fucking wreck shit with that goddamn car. Oh, man. Because it's like you're saying, you get, like, the tricks and you get the boost. 
and I was just great at doing like barrel rolls and backflips off any jump. And man, I yeah. Oh god, so much fun. Um, ah, so good, so stinking good. Uh, did you ever do a blast corpse? Was that okay? You played so... like demolition material. Like you were like a backhoe, and you had to like wreck a city. It was. I think I rented that once, maybe. It sounds super just... familiar. Okay, so like this sounds really shitty. My mom had a boyfriend at one time, and we spent a lot of time over there, um, because he would watch us while she worked, and he had kids, mm-hmm. and like his son would only fucking want to play Blast Corpse, and it was the most boring game in the entire <laughs> world because all you do is get into a goddamn caterpillar and like run shit over, just and it's like, dude, around. can't we play like Super Mario? <laughs> no, man, Mario sucks. Why about Star Fox? No, man, Star Fox sucks. <laughs> Can we fucking do anything else? No, anything else fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Blast Corp. Ugh. This was another... Uh, also, just, yeah, kind of wrapping up. Um, this was another one that was really good. And I think I rented it once or twice. And then tried to find tr- tried to find a copy, but then they all vanished. Um, Jet Force Gemini? I know of it, but I never played yeah. that one. That was another, like, third-person shooter. And you were, like... Essentially, yeah, like like anime space opera heroes and there was a guy and a girl and a dog that had like a laser gun like harness um and you could play as any one of those and you yeah like you were the like evil ant empire the evil space ant empire was invading so (laughs) that was a ton of fun god man i'm gonna have to find an emulator and like download a bunch of, like yeah Tears of the Kingdom just came out I still have this dissertation to write but dang it I'm I'm all horned up for N64 now um, <laughs> nothing wrong with that yeah but 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 also like you're saying so so, so yeah so like the, the games that everybody said like no you gotta play this gotta play this so I, I mean there's I have like three of these pulled up and I think there's a lot of concordance here but here are like the top 25 uh, who is this? Who is this? IGN. Okay. IGN. I, should, IGN. I, should I cue up the Wii Fit music, or is that weird? It might be. I, I don't know. Maybe. May, or well, yeah. Mark, cue up that N sixty four silence. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Well, can, and it didn't even have yeah, like a like a start menu. It's just whatever the cartridge was. That's yeah, what it just was. like straight to boot. Yeah. I guess uh, I'll like rec- I can go record me like flipping on and off my like <laughs> six like that little like slide shutter. Okay, fair switch. enough. Like I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, so this was by IGN staff. Uh, posted September 16, 2022, but updated May 17, 2023. What? Okay. That's just like last week. That was like yesterday. Yeah, it was like yesterday. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. Five days least, ago, guys. Five days ago. Five days ago. So at least according to IGN staff, here are the 25 best Nintendo 64 games of all time. And we could do something. Okay, so we can do like um, owned it, rented it, or never played it. We could we could do something like that. Okay, I think that'd be pretty okay. good. So, uh, okay, so clocking it at number twenty-five, Banjo Tooie, the sequel to Banjo Kazooie. Never played it. Also, never played it. And cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, and and I'm I'm, I'm willing to. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm willing to bet that Banjo Kazooie is is further down in this list. Um, uh, but yeah, that one just I don't know I just missed that one for whatever reason. Okay. Anyway, anyway, uh, number twenty four, 
Pokemon Stadium 2. Yes. Yes, a thousand percent. You have played it with me. I have irritated yep. you playing Forstress with it. Like, yes, yeah. a thousand <laughs> yeah. percent. Yes. Yeah, so definitely rented it. Rented it several times. Uh, but yeah, did not own it myself. Did not own okay. It myself. okay. Oh my God, Mark. <laughs> Number 23, Blastcore. <laughs> Fuck you. Play it. Seriously what it is. <laughs> Thank you, John Davison. <laughs> You fuck. <laughs> fuck you, John Davidson. You fuck. Uh, rares in okay. I guess another rare title. Rares inventive blast core about clearing a path for a runaway nuclear missile carrier is one of those glorious games from the period that looks like one thing but is actually another. While the assortment of destructive hardware like giant bulldozers, dump trucks, and mechs with evocative names like Thunderfist or J Bomb seem purely focused on cruising around and blowing stuff up, Blast Core is as much a puzzle game as anything else. At the time, we praised its disaster movie vibes, uh, imaginative bonus games, and sharp graphics while only criticizing its brevity, which had 11 hours for the story and side missions, according to How Long to Beat, really isn't that bad by today's standards. As with many games on this list, Blast Core still holds up remarkably well today and begs the question of why there haven't been more games since that borrow from it outside the occasional giant monster game, according to John Davison. All right, well, I guess, you know, there's a lot of games that came out for the N64 and... I reckon some people are going to like some better than others, and John Davidson can just be a wrong, stupid bastard. What you got, buddy? (laughs) Well, I was just also going to say, this reminds me, too. So there's there's another... I guess I... Oh no no yeah. no um no no so, go no go 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 sorry so so there that that also kind of reminded me there is a uh, video go uh, oh god there is a video game streamer currently on a mission to beat every single N sixty four game um oh, okay and it's and and whichever one he plays next is random um and his name is the beast I think it's T H A beast. Um, and okay, let me see, let me just try and pull this up here. So I, again, I I haven't watched all of these, but yeah, like the games that I've played, I'll be like, oh yeah, shit, I'll watch, I'll watch that. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's the beast, uh, 721 and three days ago, as of recording, he was playing roadsters for, uh, yeah, his ongoing series beating every N64 game. Uh, and this is. And Roadsters was number 120 out of 394. So he's wow. about... What would that be like? More than a quarter? Less than a third? Yeah, five-eighths or whatever. Two, yeah, a yeah, couple eighths. Two-fifths? Two, two something like that? Sure. Yeah. Or something yeah. Like that. Anyway, so so yeah. Also, listeners, if you're getting some member berries too, go, go check out The Beast 7... 21 and his ongoing series beating every n64 game anyway back to the ign listicle um number 22 space station silicon valley that's a no for me dog i don't yeah, even never, i didn't even know that was a thing yeah had also same had not heard of it so no no for me okay uh 21 beetle adventure racing uh rented it a whole bunch never put never owned it okay uh, that was one I'd never heard of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, oh god, this is a good one too. Number twenty, ten eighty snowboarding. I, I know of it, but I never played it. I think I rented it once or twice, but then yeah, that was okay. about it. 
Um, Cause that was like the 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 like what do you call that like the father of like the tricky series, right? I think so, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, number nineteen, WWF, No Mercy. Mm, nope. I don't. I don't think I rented that one either. So yeah, I think that's a. I think it's also a no for me, dog. Uh, here we <laughs> go. Number eighteen, Mario Kart sixty four. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's what's weird. my favorite party game? Mario Kart Drunk Driving. No, I've never. What? <laughs> huh? What? So that was one I rented a whole lot, and then some. And then, then yeah, like a high school classmate of mine sold her copy. She sold her copy to me for like ten bucks, and I yoinked. Oh that. hell yeah! As soon as I could, I yoinked that thing because yeah, that was good. Yeah, and, and driving. Uh, what's the like desert one? It's not dry, dry desert, is it? The like kind of desert. desert. Yes, that's it. Oh man, that was my favorite. I just, I like go to time trial and just not even worry about the ghost. The like whatever time I, I just, I just cruise around. I just cruise around the desert. Oh, that was so much. All fun. right. Um. Oh, you're a weirdly like sad, romantic, like adolescent. Yeah. Fucking, fucking a, buddy. <laughs> I, I knew it all along. Sorry. I, you know what? I'm drinking to you right now. No, no, it's very fine. Um, ooh, interesting. Okay, number seventeen, Diddy Kong Racing. Uh, that's a pass for me. No. Mm. Yeah. Also, did not did not play that. Um, okay. Number. Oh man, here's yeah, a bunch of racing games in a row. Number sixteen, F Zero X. Uh no, never played that one. I didn't play that one either. The, I mean, played the shit out of Captain Falcon and. Super Smash Brothers, but uh, not F-Zero X. Uh, mentioned this one. Okay, yeah, now I think we're starting to get into it. Uh, number 15, GoldenEye007, as I mentioned. Older brother got Goddamn that one for right. Christmas. Yep. yep. Goddamn yep. right. Uh, paintball mode, D- DK mode. Um, what, were some other, what were some of the other ones? Rockets? Like like double rockets? Yeah, that rockets. That's a good um, one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Also, just just real quick, because we probably will yeah. never have another chance. What was your favorite weapon in GoldenEye? Uh, it was the golden PPK with a silencer, because no one knew where you were, and it looked okay. cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. How about I, you? Liked, I liked the Moonraker laser, because you... I mean, not that you ever... Oh, fuck, I forgot about the laser. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> it, it, not because you ever really had to worry about ammo, but you never had to reload. You could just you could just hold that bad boy down. And at the end of the match, who who cares if you had, like... A one percent accuracy, or or even a zero percent accuracy. Like you just you just hold that button down and you just run around like crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> here we go. Number fourteen, Mario Party three. Okay. I don't know if I. Did I know I that. played most of the Mario parties with you and your Mrs. Wizard at some point, so I'm gonna say I played this one, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't think I did this one. I, I definitely played one and two, but I don't know if I played three. Okay. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Well, here we go. Oh my God. This one's amazing. Um, number 13, Ogre Battle 64, Person of Lordly Caliber. No idea. This was one that, yeah, I both rent. God, I forgot about this. This is one I rented a whole lot. And then it was on the, I think the Wii Virtual Console. Uh, so yeah, this was like a, the, man, this, this is so weird to describe. It's like 
a real-time but also turn-based RPG where you command, like, you're like a general and you command, like, a squadron of units in your army. And, like, you have, yeah, like, different classes and, like, each, like, squadron is on a three-by-three grid. So you put your melee units up in front because they have better armor and they attack from the front. And then you put your ranged units and your magic users in the back. Um, so the so that they're shielded, and you can also find like wild and you, you you can find like dragons you like like baby dragons and like recruit them into your army. Um, holy shit! Yeah, that was a fun one. That was a ton of fun. That's Ogre crazy. Battle. I I what's it called? I've never even heard of this. Ogre Battle sixty four, person Ogre of Lord. Ba- okay, I okay. Uh, I mean, maybe it's on like the Switch Virtual Console. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that was a ton of fun. Oh my, yeah, good stuff. Oh my, okay, yeah, the member berries keep keep coming. Number twelve, Mario Golf, for the sixty four. Okay, okay, uh, rented that one a bunch. Yeah. No, never, not once. I remember the ads though. I do remember the ads. Mm-hmm. There was a so yeah so you had and there was something too like it was another tie in because there was a Mario Golf for, I think it would have been the Game Boy Color. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, there's also tennis. I think at the same time, there's a Mario Golf for the Game Boy Color. And I want to say there was some sort of compatibility. Maybe you could upload your character. So not only were there the, yeah, your Mario roster, Mario, Luigi, Yoshi, Peach, etc., etc. There were also these kind of like random stand-in characters. And one of my first video game crushes... Um, was one of these random characters on Mario Golf, and her name was Plum. Cause, cause there's Peach, and I guess they were going with Plum, and she was super cute. She was a cute little, cute little cutie, on Mario Golf. <laughs> I, I guess we can talk about like our first uh, N64 crushes. Well, we have also talked about the Great Fairies from. <laughs> We did. I'm like. time, so that. Because so <laughs> mine was the uh, Euro mix dance chick from Cruise in USA that went. <laughs> yeah. And it fucked. I don't. It trips something in my like, fucking horny reptile. T- no, it was. Because it yeah. was. It was also like, I'm 11 years old playing this game and I'm feeling things that are strange and kind of scary, but also nice. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do I want to hang out by this penguin so much? I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't, get I don't it. understand. This. this is so weird. <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Um, number eleven, Pokemon Puzzle League. Um, Amanda is playing that right now on the Nintendo Online, and she isn't. I think she actually beat it like twenty okay, times nice. already. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I remember seeing a bunch of ads. Um, yeah, like in, in promotional stuff for it, but yeah, never played it. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's all right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, mentioned this one before. Number 10. Now we're getting into the really, really good ones. Number 10, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. First Rogue Squadron. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dog. So good. So, man, that was like all of, that was like all of seventh grade. It was like, I can't wait for school to end so I can go home and play Rogue Squadron. (laughs) 
The Imperials are planning a raid on Barkesh. No, they're <laughs> fucking not. Skip that mission. It's terrible. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. You're just flying. You're fucking flying in circles trying to find that stupid shuttle to escort it. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, the, the the search for the Nona. Oh, my God. Nona, yeah, that. thank you. There it is. Oh, my God. I hated that God, one. Got fucking triggered 20 years later. Yeah. Fucking search for the Nona. That said, but also Rogue Squadron kicked ass. Like Rogue, Rogue Squadron. Well, and and then also going back to cheat codes, entering the cheat codes to unlock the Naboo Starfighter. Because goddamn right, because the prequels were coming out. Oh god, so good. Did, so I I don't know. You remember like they give you the description of the ship, and it's like I just remember the Falcon was like this Corellian cruiser has been illegally yeah. modified, like or whatever. Yeah, and it's like yeah, and you go yeah. to the Naboo Starfighter. We have no idea where this came from. Yeah. It's like, yes. <laughs> The Y wing is heavy shield. <laughs> oh my god, so good, so good. Okay, um, what was your favorite craft for Rogue Squadron? If like like because sometimes they were locked, and yeah, it wasn't that? It's like if you were locked to the speeder, it's like oh god damn it, I'm gonna have to fight some at hats. Um, yeah, but if you had your pick uh, for whatever open mission, which one were you going with? Oh, it was the Naboo Starfighter every Naboo. time, man. Okay, like, nice. Yeah, dude. And then, like, okay, if you couldn't do that one, what was the V-Wing that had the chain gun? Yeah, that was my all-time favorite. Yeah, yeah. The, the V-Wing. Yeah, that one kicked ass. That was badass. That one was badass. Absolutely. Um, oh, well, hey, we just talked about this one. Number nine, Wave Race 64. So, yeah, missed. There you go. Missed that one. It's too late. I to played begin. it, but I do not remember it. I just, I know that it was a thing, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number eight. Super Smash Brothers. Listeners, go check out our Super Smash Brothers loose robes, and you can hear more about. Really that. quick, who was your who was your main on Super Smash? Link, baby. Yeah, baby. That was a Zelda boy, dude. I made Johnny look Pikachu foolish in was... Kansas City with Pikachu. Like, no, yeah, we went Pikachu to we was... went to this um, barcade. Busted. It was the, it was a super sweet barcade. Uh, what was the f- fucking called? Like one plus or something? Oh man, I feel so bad. It was in Kansas City. It was badass. But they had a projector with an N64 with all these games on it. Nice. And we played some Smash, and I just I just rocked his ass with Pikachu. Like, it wasn't even fun for him, I don't think. And I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> and then I played Kirby, and he played yep. DK, and rocked my ass, and it wasn't fun for me. So we all made it up. But <laughs> yeah, it all, it all worked out. Yeah, we, we have one um, not too far from us, uh, Old North, our arcade. And, and I do like... He, um, yeah, like, we go there, you know, like, maybe one of the other theater grad students, it, it's their birthday... Or um, like St. Patrick's Day or Halloween, a lot of people dress up and um, yeah, I go over there. And I do. I, I have to just put my hands in my pockets. Whereas like where they're like, "Oh, Super Smash Brothers, this looks fun," and I'm like, "No, I can't. I can't go back. <laughs> you need to like maintain <laughs> like a professional relationship." Like, no, I don't. I don't need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like you need to maintain a professional relationship with these people, Josh. <laughs> you can't. This is. This is one genie that has to stay in the bottle. <laughs> it's like, oh no, there's some on, magic you cannot use. You, yeah, exactly. You are too strong every now and then. You need yeah. that's what being a wizard is: is knowing you're stronger. Yes, yeah, know, yeah, knowing your limits. Um, but yeah, so so Link, Captain Falcon, uh, Fox, Pikachu, pretty much. I'll 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 do random. I'll I'll just do random and then just just go from there. But. Um, okay, uh, okay. But yeah. Okay. So yeah, and also yes, listeners, go check out our Super Smash Brothers loose rubs. Uh, number seven, Paper Mario. I was already singing the praises and how I fell short not talking about Paper Mario as much in our Mario loose robes. But yeah, that was another. Oh, God. That was so good. 
So yes, rented that a whole bunch and then eventually bought it. Fuck yeah. Well, and then even bought multiple copies because I have the 64 one. I have the virtual console for Wii. I think I even bought it again for Switch because it's like, I can't, I can't it's get it. It's on Switch. It's free on that Nintendo Online. Like. Yep. Yep. It's it's on there. I keep meaning to play through it. I played it back. I played it when it first came out. Um, mm-hmm. We rented it. I remember renting it. And I remember my brother being mad because he was like, this is, what is this? This is stupid. I was like, no, it's like Mario Pokemon. I really like this. And that yeah, was like exactly. no, that's a the perfect... beginning of the end. I'm like, hey, you're really going to be into turn-based shit, huh? Yeah, Don't that was look my... into Sid Meier ever, yeah. not even once. <laughs> yeah. Paper Mario is a gateway drug to Civ Six. That's all I'm saying. No, no lies detected. No lies detected. <laughs> Uh, number six, Star Fox 64. Um, oh, you're goddamn right. Oh, you're goddamn right. Yeah. So I, I only rented it a few times. I never, cause, really? Cause, well, cause I, I think that was another one that came out pretty early on in the 64. Mm-hmm. Um, see, so yeah, I rented it a couple times. I mean, maybe I picked it up later on virtual console for like a Wii or something. Um, but yeah, just didn't, I just, I don't know. just didn't quite, I, I, I missed that window. I missed that window when, like, if I was still in fifth grade, I'd probably okay. love it. But, yeah, I just missed it. Played the hell out of it. That was the other one that that boyfriend of my mom's, her, his son, um, he played a lot of Star Fox. Mm. And it was cool because he had played it enough to where, like, he got all the secret shit. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So it was all yeah, that was cool. open for you. Also, 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 if we can be that, if we can go there really quick. God damn, dude. Final, like, boss Andros is bullshit. <laughs> you know it's that horror that you get in your childhood and man was nintendo 64 not like a pandora's box of horror like yeah. floating head andros um <laughs> the well, the, even... the fucking like evil whale in 64 or kirby 64 the crystal shards yeah and that goddamn eel in mario 64 yeah when you, the the what would dry dry docks i want to say oh god yes. damn it yeah yes yeah <laughs> i still remember i can hear it in my head <laughs> Uh, here we are getting into the top five. Uh, here we go. Num- number five, Perfect Dark. Okay. And didn't yeah. play it. Heard it was amazing, and yeah. And then yeah, likewise rented it. Rented it a whole bunch. Um, didn't buy it because we're right. Because like Majora's Mask, whenever Majora's Mask came out, that was. Is that 99? 99 or 2000? Sure, like, sure, yeah. And like that's when I finally got the uh, expansion pack. Well, okay, so this also says that Perfect Dark came out in 2000. But maybe I okay. spent all my money buying Majora's Mask, and so I didn't I didn't have any love. I was like, yeah, too many lawns that I've mowed here. I got to... So, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was a pretty good... It was, yeah, it was like GoldenEye, but like squared it was it was a there was a yeah like a um order of magnitude you know in, in improvement on goldeneye okay um every gun had a secondary fire option so like i, I want to oh, say oh shit okay so i want to say it was your starting pistol yeah like the you could regular fire or the secondary fire was adding a silencer um you could do things like you could yeah, like a different gun would shoot normal bullets, and then a different, and then its secondary function was like a tranquilizer gun, because I think submissions were like, oh yeah, yeah, you have to like capture the scientist and bring him back, as opposed to killing him. Um, 
There was well, okay, so the equivalent of the oh, what was it? The RCP ninety in Goldeneye, the like eighty round mm-hmm. stupid thing. Um, the equivalent for that in Perfect Dark. The yeah, the, the that's secondary feature was what was it like mag dump? So it was like you pretty much shot all eighty bullets like all at once. And yeah, it, it like chewed up your ammo, but it was so satisfying to like pop into a room with like seven bad guys and you just ammo dump on them. <laughs> that was that was a lot of fun. They had okay, interesting. So, okay, well, because it, it also had like a sci-fi story. There were there was yeah like Earth, but then there were like two groups of aliens, and one were good guys and one were bad guys. And so they had these like future futuristic weapons too. They had a sniper rifle, yeah, like an alien sniper rifle called called the Farsight that could like shoot through walls um when you like did the aiming feature it turned into like i guess like an infrared camera so you could see the like other characters body heat and you would just like yeah oh shit okay yeah to like shoot through like concrete walls and stuff and still take them out it was it was really cool it was really really cool uh anyway sorry perfect dark got horned up there um Uh, number four. Horn, horn. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, okay, here we go. Number four, Banjo-Kazooie. And like I said, hadn't hadn't played this one either. Heard it's really yeah, good. Yeah, no, I missed that one. Yeah, heard it's really heard good. Heard it was great and missed it, yeah. yeah. Number three, The Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask. Uh, I don't, what's that one called? I don't, yeah, never, what? never heard of that, even though just. If only we didn't devote an entire episode to Zelda. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> If only, yeah, I've also never beat it. I got like 20 minutes into it and I told you I got too high and got freaked out by the right. moon and never again. But No, yeah. yeah. That's, and that's a fair cop. <laughs> one day. One day, kids. One day. Yeah, no, that's a fair cop. Ooh, maybe slightly controversial. Maybe not. Number two, Super Mario 64. I think it's a good one. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me say my judgment till number one. But yeah, yeah. Well, is number one Ocarina of Time because we know it is, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, fuck you, yeah. Of course. Ocarina of time course. is better than 64, thousand yeah. percent. Mario doesn't have a fishing mechanic. Uh, Ocarina does. That's that's all you need. Like, yeah, exactly, yeah. right. Well, and, and, and yes, as revolutionary as it was to have that camera to, like, show off the 3D environment and, like, try to make this transition from 2D platforming to 3D platforming, like, I, I, I get it. Well, and, and, and like we were saying, saying before, um, always have some caution buying the first generation of a thing uh because holy cow that camera sucked <laughs> i can't count how many times i miss i, I, I misjudged a jump or like in, in, instead of because it would rotate what like 90 degrees more or less it rotate nine degrees yeah. it's like it's like no I, I want it like 45 i want it to rotate 45 degrees um so yeah, like that was all screwy. And then even when you were running straight, you were running in a straight line, but the camera would kind of like orbit around you. And that was super annoying too. So, but yes, played it, owned it, beat it a couple of times, I think. Um, well, and, and it was, that oh, was yeah. also, the, and with each subsequent 3D Mario game that this opened up, yeah, just this like playground, just this playground that you... Yeah, like the first time through, yeah, you have to collect how many ever power stars. But then later on, when you unlock that flying cap, go back to Bob-omb Battlefield, get the flying cap, shoot yourself out of a cannon, and just enjoy 
the sensation of like flying around and yeah it's it, it's amazing it's it, it is a good game but the camera sucks <laughs> um i don't know if you hit it and maybe i missed it but was uh mario kart on that list yes that was um let me scroll back up here that was 18 because that was number 18 okay okay yeah. well really quick who's your favorite mario kart you're right no because i made the joke about playing drunk driving who's your right. favorite who's your favorite mario kart guy i would i would pick luigi um with yoshi being a respectable second place those were my two okay okay i'm a big fan of uh bowser mm-hmm Yep, that was pretty solid too. Yeah, that was pretty solid. And then yes, as of um, as we called it, not really a surprise to us. Probably not uh, any surprise to our listeners who also play this generation of games. Yes, number one, The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Hell yeah, such a good game. Such a good game, and it's also cool too, right? Because because yeah, this is the this is the one where like I really got I really got into the lore. Like I said, I was going to like the early fans websites. <laughs> I was. I was writing and publishing my own fan fiction. Uh, <laughs> on, you know, you, you might still be able to get on the Wayback Machine and go to legendofzelda.com and find the Honor Games written by one young, precocious Josh Streeter. Where Listeners, join us next week when we do a live reading of this. I think so. I, I did. I, th- I think I found it and tried to like export it as a word doc and it got all fucked up but we can we can do that too uh <laughs> but yeah zelda zelda ocarina of time i would not i would not be the person that i am today had i not scrimped and saved and earned with my blood sweat and tears earned that nintendo 64 and then also so give, giving our parents credit as well and or i guess santa claus credit but yeah, that was that was my Christmas game. The first year that I that I had a sixty four, that was my Christmas game, and yeah, it made me it made me the person that I am today. Yeah, yeah. I'd... Fundamental, like really the first. Really, I don't think I'd be so good at the internet without Ocarina of Time. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, and it's having still... to parse through and like, how do you beat the Water Temple right. on Legend of Zelda N sixty four? Like, you know, like man, mm-hmm. I. Well, and like the crazy. Remember before? Remember when we used to have to like Google with like pronouns and adverbs and adjectives, and now it's like, right. do a thing like... now, dick. And it's like, yeah. okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> do Do you want to see these twenty ads? No, fuck you. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only doing as Master told me to do. Yeah. Right. Well, and 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 this also has like it still has, it still has a crazy longevity, specifically in the uh, speed running, uh, scene. Like. Yeah. Uh oh god what was it like 10 years ago the like the like uh, world record for to speed run ocarina was like 19 minutes i think i just saw this yesterday now it's like 3 minutes oh my god yeah it's cuz again people are still like exploring they're still finding new things they're finding new exploits they're finding new glitches and stuff uh so yeah if if nothing else that speaks to ocarina's yeah like legacy that critically rated game sold however many millions of copies people still playing it to this day people still discover it right because like that's the whole thing like we're we're getting to the generation where it's like people are showing their kids um the empire strikes back and recording 
uh, their six-year-old's reactions learning about who Darth Vader really is. And we're getting to like those same moments with, with these old N64 games. Um, cause so, so yeah, like maybe little wizards are in the cards for, for me, maybe not. But you better believe if that does happen, I'm going to go back to that storage unit, dust off my 64 and be like, all right, son or daughter, um, welcome to Kogokiri Forest. You just had you, you just got a fairy for the first time. Go explore this world. <laughs> and then they'll say like, wait, you mean I have to use my hands to operate this video game? I can't just use the mind meld? It's like, that's right. That's right, child. You have to use... These things that we called your thumbs and your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ajax, you little shit. You think you're smarter than me? Why don't you go ahead and yeah. uh, Mario Kart through Bowser's Castle 150 CC and we'll talk about yeah. it, huh? Yeah, we're and if you don't do it, then go you go mow the goddamn lawn, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I'm cautious. I, I know it won't happen. I, I get it, whatever. But like, Man, I wish there was like a there's some timeline somewhere where like Mark the Wizard had like four kids and uses Nintendo sixty four as like both the like punishment and reward for them. Like yeah. I don't want to do dishes well. Fucking throw down in the smash ring, bro. Yeah. Let's go. Exactly. Two stocks. Who's gonna do dishes? Let's see what happens. Yeah. Like three three stocks, no items, um random characters, yeah. And then Winner gets to pick. God, I can't play Jigglypuff. Well, fucking get good to do dishes. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, you gotta, gotta go to dishes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, Mark. Yeah, so I think, one, these, yes. funny, these funny waters are actually packing a stronger punch than I realized. I mean, granted, I did have a beer with dinner beforehand, so maybe that's an extra. Ah, extra yes. But... Man, the member berries. Thank you for reminding me that Fruit by the Foot had Nintendo 64 <laughs> game hints yeah. printed on the paper. Thank you for reminding me of that because I totally spa- I, I I had forgotten. I'd forgotten the old magic, but I was there. The things I was, we forget to remember, yeah. Yeah, but I was there. I was there when the magic was written. I'll, I'll never forget. Like you were there when the magic was fucking written on Fruit yeah. by the Foot, like in literal Matt Josh. In literal tiny wee magical scrolls, yeah. like yeah, that exactly. really, that really you could unwrap that had absorbed the magical text and learning that you were to know had unwrapped it and eaten it, and then you like assimilated it. But then yeah. you double assimilated it based off of your reading of that Nintendo fact <laughs> that hey, sometimes Mario can lose his hat and he's weak until you get the hat back yeah. from that goddamn vulture. Like, like, God, yeah, vulture or monkey, and yeah, yeah. Um, well, and and. And oh, that fucking monkey. Oh, I got monkey, triggered. Yeah. Ooh. Got triggered. Well, and, and also... Ooh, man. Ooh, triggered. Ooh, triggered. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Make Wiggler squirm. Fuck that level. Oh, my God. Oh, my... Well, okay, I, I'm sorry. I can't, we can't. We can't. I yeah, can't. Yeah, no, no. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Well, well, this was also... This was also, I think, one of the last console generations. Like, this kind of happened with the GameCube, but he was already starting to get phased out with the GameCube. The, like, thick game instruction manuals that would come with all these games like yes my 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 ocarina of of time instruction manual that was that had so much like yeah like creases and wrinkles and i would read that thing cover to cover and i was sad i was depressed i like lost it for like three years i had i it got misplaced somehow and i was crestfallen i was like fuck man like 
And like all of the gorgeous, like hand drawn illustrations of Link and the Stalfos mm-hmm. and uh, Navi and Zelda. It's like I was so bummed out when I lost this man. And then lo and behold, one day it came back to me. And then I was. And then I was transported back to being in seventh grade and playing this for oh, the first time. Yeah. And it was it was incredible. So yeah that's man. awesome man yeah so it so that that's the other right like all this like tangible stuff the like tangible game manuals the janky ass controller the physical cartridge um versus yeah like now i'm playing tears of the kingdom and loving it but i just downloaded it from the internet and the joy cons suck so i had to order a, a pro controller because the because the controller keeps drifting and because I mean, you have huge hands like a human should have. Yeah, because like, I have actual and like, drift, and I guess like yeah, human sized hands bad too. But 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 also to be fair, like don't I wore the shit out of uh, that N sixty four controller, spinning it in circles for Mario Party or uh, <laughs> doing doing all that stuff. So I, I yeah I, I guess controller drift is as much a Nintendo hallmark as franchises like mario and zelda just shitty weird controllers <laughs> yep yep oh god buddy okay well i i, I guess that's <sighs> my i guess that's my kind of closing thoughts closing feels what what about you man last last things to say about the nintendo 64 i'm really glad that you and i came up when we did like i yeah. just you know this was the transition like you don't yes like, there was this, and then... So, for us, I don't know about you, but, like, there was this, and then there was, like, the Xbox. So, like, you went from, like, um, I don't know, what was the last game we got? Maybe, realistically, like, we got Zelda super late in life. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, there was Ocarina of Time into Halo. And, like... Yeah, man. You know, it was such a unique experience, and, like, mm-hmm. the N64 was our first console. Like, I still own my first console. I don't know... I'm sure that there's a lot of, like, nostalgia dads that can, like, come out and say this, but, like, man, I still got it. And, 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 kids, hey, you know what? If you're, like, all horned up for this good shit we're talking about, I don't know how many of you, I don't know. I don't know what our demographic look like. I would prefer not to know. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> yeah. most of these are on Nintendo Switch online. Like, I'm not trying to right. plug for Nintendo, but, like, man, yeah, pay 20 bucks. Pay 20 bucks one time and get all this shit back. Mm-hmm. And, like... Oh hey, um, did you play Conker's Bad Fur Day? Because I've got that oh, on my Xbox. Conker's Bad Fur Day, holy shit! Yeah, that's another I'll one. I'll put you in my butt, your butt, <laughs> my butt. Yeah, fucking fighting the Master Poo or Mighty Poo, whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, man, there was so much good shit that just. Oh my god. Well, and I'm pretty also, sure there's like a Leisure Suit Larry game that I want to say I vaguely remember pro- renting, probably? but maybe not. Like, yeah, probably. You know, like all these little things too, and like. Yeah, listeners, so, what did we not hit? What did we not touch on? Like, mm-hmm. but also go fucking get Switch Online and go play Goldeneye and use the Honeypot control system because that's the only one that works. Because like, I don't know who designs <laughs> goddamn Switch controllers, but you guys aren't thinking it through. No. Why would I want to use a different button to look up and down as I would look left and right? I don't know, but man, yeah. We came well, up because they were time. Uh, Kirby sixty four, the Crystal Shards is the is best amazing. Nintendo sixty four game of that, all time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that, like, that was a glaring omission from IGN's top twenty five. What? What was your favorite power combination? Oh, mine God, was the was so the double bladed lightsaber of lightning bolt and the like sickle cell moon thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The cutter. Oh man. So oh, God, there's there's too there's too many good ones. Like I kind of like electric the, rock. 
Yeah, Mage, Electro Phoenix. Rock was good. Um, I kind of liked the cutter and bomb because you'd throw like exploding. Oh, the shuriken! Yeah, the shuriken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a good one. Um, the yeah, the double electric blade, the the Darth Maul lightsaber was really good. Um, the flame... uh, electric and rock, just the rock you shot out of your face yeah. and like blew shit up. Oh god, or yeah. or um, oh, what was it like? Just like the one explosive, and you like launch the three missiles out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. God damn! Yeah, yeah, like... yeah the like target-seeking missiles. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So so yeah. So, so good. So so absolutely go. I will also say, definitely when possible, and if at all possible, do the thing. Still give Nintendo their due because again, they they still own a lot of that stuff. But also, if you happen to find an emulator and some ROMs that you can download and play some of those like lost gems that we talked about as well, um, go I, play Blast Corps, kids. Yeah, I maybe start the Blast Corps Redemption arc. I, I, I don't know, but but yes, we should probably <laughs> we should probably wind it up here because we could. I'm sure we, we could keep going. So yes, definitely tell us your stories. What were your experiences with the 64? What games did you own? What games did you play? What games did you rent? Were you one of the PlayStation weeaboos that thought you were all high and mighty? Because like, oh, well, I'm on CDs. That's the future. And we're like, yeah, but you're still limited to 32 bits. 64 motherfuckers! Um, (laughs) Tell us, because you heard how much fun we had sharing stories and reminiscing it'll be even better to get to do that with you our listeners who take the time to follow us to download to like to tell other people to share our, our numbers have been blowing up mark we're closing in on 5,000 downloads um and God it's damn right baby and it's all because of you listeners so please share sh- share us share your love share your messages share your emails send an email to two wizards podcast at gmail.com Find us on Twitter at Two Wizards Pod C One. We're active on Instagram. We're active on Facebook. Um, take a screenshot of yeah. Find like get get your transfer pack for Pokemon Stadium and send me send me something because I still have a, a level sixty Kadabra that I is just wanting to be evolved into an Alakazam and I haven't been able to do that yet. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Plaid Barbarian. Mark, we got a whole bunch of other stuff going on. What else is there? Oh, you're goddamn right we do. Uh, number one, you can find me at Marky Stardust on Twitter. Or or, or if you didn't get enough of the reminiscing and nostalgia, well, maybe you just uh, take that attitude and you go over to the uh, I Can't Wait to Show My Kids podcast, a weekly cinematic review podcast where me and my buddy Brad fill in gaps in our own movie knowledge, but then we talk about that ever-important question of when can I show this to my kids? Um, this week we did the good, the bad, and the ugly. It was our longest episode. Um, oh, wow. Hey, spoilers, I got a lot to say about Westerns, and it was a great episode. Okay, um, nice. But hey, maybe movies aren't your thing. Well, then go check out the Dangle Podcast, a weekly retrospective King of the Hill podcast, where me and my buddy Johnny talk about two episodes of King of the Hill. Um, we're in season nine. We're rounding it out. We're about to get into ten. Um, Josh, this is like, what, day 2.98 of Majora's Mask, and you don't know how to do the time freeze glitch? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, exactly. time is weird, shit is weird, characters are weird, we're all over the place. Go find me there, go find us everywhere. Um, 
let us know what you guys think. What what game did we miss? I know that like out of all the Nintendo games, I'm sure there's one we missed. Like someone is so oh, pissed yeah. we do like yeah, yeah. what there was like there was that really shitty Gex port. I want to say right oh, like Gex God. got a game. Are you yeah. mad we didn't talk about what was it? Uh, Aquaman the game or Superman the game? Yeah, no, yeah, it was like Superman Aquaman 64, and the bullet and the hook, but, like worse or game Superman sixty four. Yeah, like I think what like worse than E T for Atari. Yeah, <laughs> let us know. Um, just come tell us. Um, I'm pretty sure Josh and I might try and like get together tomorrow night and just hey, I don't know about you, but I'm horned up for video games. We might try and play some online and stream yeah. them. Do you oh, guys yeah. want to see us stream them? Let us know because I think there's a Twitch channel incoming. Um, all good things in the future can be found at highhammockradio at gmail.com. That's a secret for the future, kids. But just I'm right now, I'm like putting it in as like little seeds, and then one day it'll happen, and we'll be like, oh shit, that's what he was talking about. That's, what we're talking that's about. the yeah. the seed I planted in, major- in in Ocarina of Time and came back to it with the time freeze mechanic, and it grew, or the the, <laughs> the time freeze jump mechanic in uh, Harvest Moon, or whatever other time-based yeah. clock mechanics there were. The, <laughs> or the, 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 the clock jump mechanic in Gold and Silver in Pokemon Stadium 2. Like, there it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, hit us up. Hit Josh up. Hit me up. Let us know. I've been talking for a long time. All that is to say, hey, thank you for listening, guys. Um, we love you all, everyone. My name is Mark, and I am a wizard. And my name is Josh, and I am a wizard, and... Nintendo 64! <laughs> Take care. <laughs> he rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed.